Hello and welcome to the Super Show podcast. I am your host, Chris, and joining me today, uh, unusual for, for this time of week, it's Jamie and Jonesy. Hello. Wow, okay. Silent. Si- Jamie's doing a silent little dance for all the people yeah. listening to the audio-only so, version. Guys, I just want to let you know that I've been looking at the analytics and in the first minute we have a substantial drop-up, drop-off in <laughs> listeners and viewership. So I'm just going to put it out there now. We're a gaming podcast. Stick around because you might have some fun and you, you might have your, your balls tickled. And we do talk about gaming news, don't we? All and the time, Alex topics. Jones. Talk about gaming news with our hot trash opinions. You've just got to weather the bullshit that comes first in order to get there. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of bullshit. Main, mainly us talking about games we've played. Jamie still hasn't said a word. For those yeah. of you listening, <laughs> Jamie isn't actually here. <laughs> I, was, I was trying to see how long I could leave it after that awkward intro. <laughs> I, I was caught in a dance. I, I caught in the rhythm. Caught in the rhythm. The rhythm of the night. Well, there we go. All right, fellas. Well, look, we are a gaming podcast. We talk about games, we talk about bullshit, as we mentioned before, but it is all sponsored by our lovely patrons. Uh, so if you want to help us keep the dream alive, head on over to patreon.com forward slash super show and show your support. For as little as $2, you get access to our Discord server, where we are on there constantly chatting to our lovely patrons. Um, <clears throat> but if you, you know, there are some people that deemed it necessary to give us a little bit more than $2, and we are forever grateful. And, uh, you know, we, we just want to reciprocate the love by uh, saying their names in a bit of a, a sing-songy way. And uh, much like last week, fellas, I, I want to, I want to um, mix it up, all right? So, Jamie, why don't, you, why don't you start? Start us off. All right, I'll kick us off with Aaron Cameron, Athletic Gravy, Brett Zerbrick, a.k.a. Shellshock, Freddie K. Official, Hacksaw Book Creed, and Jesper Cam Dahl Nielsen. Shout out to all of you guys. Nice. Jonesy, you want to go ahead? Sure. Um, then we've got Javela Cujo, Leo Merger, Lonnie Thompson, Manuel Guerrero, and Martin Skihan. Wow. Absolute legends. All of them. And there's more to come because we've got Mindful Pig, Nathan Pierce, Scary Omen, Starfall Kid, and of course the big boys. We've got a new one today. Peaswad, The Dude Abides, and the, 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 the Mythical Rod, which is a great name. Uh, it's a fantastic name. Is it cool but name? I just want to know if someone's been um, hacking my, my personal accounts because how do they know that it's called the Mythical Rod, you know? Um, Jamie and I told them one week when you weren't here. Damn it, I fucking <laughs> knew it. Someone's oh, just changed fellas, their name to the Mythical uh, Rod. Another week has gone by. Doesn't it feel good? It's funny how time works. You kind <clears> of <throat> you sit around for seven days and before you know it, a whole week has passed in that time. <laughs> Although, know. hey, it hasn't been a week since we've uh, been on camera recording stuff, have we? Because we recorded some After Dark goodness, which is our uh, Patreon-exclusive bullshittery bull- bullshit cast. <laughs> certainly is. <laughs> oh, it was absolute, like, whatever drivel we were talking this week. I hope the patrons uh, enjoy it, those Jesus, guys. Jesus, yeah, were, this week was we... a little bit off the rails. And, and a little peek behind the curtain, we actually started recording that. And it was way worse than what actually went up because Jamie's, Jamie's recording stopped halfway through and we're like, you know what, yeah. let's, just, let's just put a let's pin just, in that one. Because let's just start again. It, it went some start weird again. fucking places. Oh, well. Yeah, and given what we ended up talking about, to say that it would have been worse is a hell of a thing. Yeah. 
But anyway, yeah. shout, out to, shout out to the lobster. Yeah, that's, welcome, yeah, that's welcome one of those. To lo- <laughs> welcome to listen, Lobster Week. <laughs> listen to the end things where it's not even clickbait. It's like, no, just do yourself a favor and actually listen to the end. Or maybe don't do yourself I, a favor. I was going to say, yeah, exactly. Do yourself a favor and don't listen. Ah, to we gave a soft warning. We gave I, a soft, <laughs> a soft <laughs> warning. Well, there we go. All right, guys, look, as, as usual, I like to kick things off with a comment of the week, you know, to say thank you to our audience because we do read each and every one of your comments. So we might not always reply to them. Uh, but we do read them and we do take them to heart. And this time around, Jonesy, Jonesy chose a really good one for me. Thanks, Jonesy. Uh, I guess I put my. Foot- I wanted to know. Do you know why I did it for two <laughs> reasons? One, because it was a fair comment, and two, because I knew you didn't mean the way it sounded it, and I wanted to give you a chance to clarify your wow. position. Thanks. Well, there you go. Uh, making me look like a clown, but it, it's fair. Okay, we're not, not going to shy away from any kind of controversy. We're going to take it all. So this week, the comment of the week comes from Kazo Audio saying, uh, quite emphatically, are you serious? The Crash Bandicoot Spyro and Medieval remakes were just cash grabs? Minimum effort cash grabs? Are you crazy? They put so much effort into those games. The only explanation is that you've never played them. Nobody could look at those remakes and say, they barely touched these. They're just the originals. Ridiculous. So ridiculous. The, That's the Judge Judy line. Ridiculous. 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 Uh, Ridiculous. This is a very fair point, okay? Now, um, I do need to correct you that I have played these games, with the exception of Spyro, but I've played the Crash Bandicoot remake and i played the Medieval remake. I played them on stream on All Time Gaming, in fact. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so I know what they're about. I, I guess I guess my sentiment, I guess maybe I was trying to be a little bit too spicy, but what we're doing is we're comparing the Crash Bandicoot Spyro Medieval remakes to the Mafia remakes. Now... Yeah, now, while Crash Bandicoot remake was perfectly fine, I enjoyed it. I did not enjoy mm, the Medieval remake. Mm, mm. I, do, I see. That's see? the one. The one that I would say I had more issues with the Crash Bandicoot really? remake. Wow. Yeah, but your yeah, issues with the Crash Bandicoot remake are your issues with Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, it's just, it's just that shit it, it. It's just that it was over twenty years no, they ago. Were, no, no, they weren't the same issues. They were the opposite issues because the Crash Bandicoot remake looked really good. Like I, I thought it looked phenomenal, but the. Um, uh, the, like the hitboxes and stuff seemed to be oh, wrong. They were wrong. They, no, no, but this, they were, this, they this were was so a much... well-documented thing. They were wrong. Yeah, they were. They were. They were bad. You man. Got... Like Crash Bandicoot. Oh, so I'm, Crash ske- Bandicoot. I'm skeptical. I'm skeptical. They, man. they were off, man. No, 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 I'm not about first... whether or not they were off. About whether or not that in the filming of one let's play of a game that you guys didn't even own and probably <laughs> played about 15 minutes of, you really had the chance to go. Oh, <clears> the hitboxes are off. I didn't notice any difference. Hashtag not my Crash Bandicoot. I will recall my memory back to that live stream. And I just remember there was one one portion of platforming that Jonesy took maybe an hour to get through, and it was a joy in my life. Uh, but it was it was ridiculous. <laughs> that is literally the first game I had on PlayStation, and I loved it. And I played the I played the absolute nuts of Crash Bandicoot. I thought it was an incredible game. <laughs> and you know when you sort of you get the games sort of burnt into your memory, right? Yeah. How good and how enjoyable they are. That for me was Crash Bandicoot on the PlayStation, and. Then when I played that remake and it just there was there was none of that enjoyment in taken out of it in the first level because some of the sections that I remember sort of forming my vision of that game and how much I enjoyed it was gone like yeah. because of some stupid level stuff and some mistimings and some hitboxes that didn't work. That, just, that like, just sounds like your, your, they your skills have diminished with age, Alex Jones. It could be that. It could be that. <laughs> you're, look, you're, the, I think you might be the not, only person on planet. Like, but that game was universally well-received and yes. sold tens of millions of copies and every Crash Bandicoot fan in the world was so happy with it that they've actually made a direct sequel to Crash 3 in the form of a game that's now called Crash 4 when in fact it's not Crash 4. Like, 
So do you not like to know how many of those? Do you not think sometimes, and this isn't trying to me like trying to dig you out or anything, but do you not think when you're sat dig there you saying out. when you're sat there saying, oh, it was wrong and it was off and the levels were weird and the hitbox was weird, and the hardest core of hardest core Crash Bandicoot fans don't agree with you that you might just be misremembering or misinterpreting what you were playing. If it was, if it, I would think that if if it felt like that, but in the case of the Crash Bandicoot remake, it genuinely felt like there was something okay. easily solvable that could have just been tweaked because it because there was no reason why we weren't to win. Well, oh, about, sorry, like, we're, yeah, we're, we're backseat game dev now, easily solvable. Come on, lads, <laughs> get a get 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 a patch out. Get Hold a on, don't out. say don't say. Come on, lads, don't bring me into this. I've already got to defend myself with something. <laughs> no, else. I was I was referring to toys for Bob. I say, come on, lads, get a patch out. <laughs> come on, yeah, come on, lads, fix the fix oh, your yeah. levels. But you, I would agree with you, Jamie, if it wasn't for the fact that if that was a new IP that I'd never seen before and I'd have played that level, I would have been like, this is crap. Fair enough, I, me too. Jonesy, I'm, I'm just, like, like, okay, so I think the rest that, of the game, I, did, I only played the so in, I only played the first level of the remake. I didn't play anything past that. Oh, no, you sorry, did. The two, two, yeah, you two did, or three dude. levels. We played like two or three levels. We played ah, more than two pig, or three levels. The warthog level was messed up as well. Warthog level was we really annoying. We played the warthog level. And on that level, you we played it a number of times, and we we were laughing at the time because you literally because the warthog you can't change the speed of the warthog you can just go left right yeah. and jump and you literally the hog was mistimed with the way that the spiky uh, thing spun and moved up and down and you could not do it and I seem to remember that Jamie was losing his shit because he couldn't get through that. <laughs> oh bit. yeah, I fucking hate that game. I think I think. <laughs> but like, how can you? How, why are you defending those people then? Oh, but I'm 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 just. Your point engaging, has no, engage, no substance. You have been revealed to be a shill for the online I'm not crowd a shill. I'm not a shill. of no. Crash Bandicoot Ka- players. Kaizo Audio is arguing about the, the comments Chris made about the nature of the remakes. If you were to ask me what I think about Crash Bandicoot or Medieval <laughs> as games, I'd say I think they're, they're, they're really average platformers that people have a lot of nostalgia for. At the time, they weren't average. They were. I think they came out and Crash Bandicoot was legit, man. I remember loving the. Crap yeah, me too. But look, I, I think I, that's I, fair enough. It's the same with Sonic. People love Sonic <clears> all the time. You're yeah. never going to convince me Sonic is anything other than an average to slightly below average game. Yeah, and that's, and just that's the fair. Way I but look, I, I think <laughs> so. We've gone a bit of, of yeah. apologies. We've o- lost off the, the topic there with the uh, comment of the week. Sorry, Kaiser Audio. Um, but I, I guess the, as I was saying, I think maybe I was just trying to add a bit too much uh, hyperbole to what I was saying before, because we're talking about Crash Bandicoot Spyro and Medieval and putting them up against the Mafia uh, remake, right? And it, it just seemed that while, yes, all the games have admittedly a lot of effort put into them, for some reason, it just kind of felt like the Crash Bandicoot, the Spyro, the Medieval, they did what they did to entirely preserve the games as you would remember them, uh, hitboxes excluded, all right? Because if you play Medieval, it's, it's, it, it feels like a PlayStation 1 game. Now, not to say that the, the gameplay in Mafia 1 is revolutionary, but it just, it, just, it just felt like a different beast to me. I don't know what to say. You know, egg on my face. Didn't mean to say that <laughs> they did the bare minimum, because obviously they didn't. They did put a, a lot of love and care into it. So I can put my hands up and say, you know what, mea culpa. See, Mafia reference. There you go. Uh, but... Cash grabs was well, I suppose what we're saying is cash grabs is far too strong, but yeah, in the sense of but you guys, you guys, as you guys a remake, do you guys agree with me that like Hangar Thirteen seemed to really put a lot of effort and and maybe went above and beyond what they even could have done uh, with the Mafia remake. 
Uh, I, I didn't play Mafia originally, so my, the first time I played Mafia 1 was this. And I, I felt it, stand, it stood up to, um, to today. Like, I played it, I enjoyed it. I finished it this morning before we recorded. Nice um, one. Yeah, so. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I don't know. I, I think the difficulty is we're talking about remaking very different kinds of games. Yeah, and of like course. To, with Mafia, you can extrapolate an entire open world and you can extrapolate cutscenes and voice acting and motion capture and cover mechanics and shooting mechanics and with crash or spyro or medieval you're kind of just remaking a platformer it doesn't matter how pretty and sparkly and shiny you make it look those worlds again, with, those worlds and those again, sounds Mafia, of those sounds you've got an open world that is just there to serve as a fact of saying hey we've yeah, got an but, open world but what like what's what could the people who did the crash uh, remakes have done equivalent to that yeah no but but this is this is what i'm saying i'm saying i probably went a little bit too hard with my uh, trash opinions, but hey, you know what? That's what we advertise, and that's what you got. Trash opinions. So if I if I, I suppose for I would extrapolate a little bit and say the crash stuff. Like we said, I only played a few levels. So if I but if I had to say if I'd sat down with that remake as I did and compared it to you're right, my memory of the original, I got annoyed at the fact that there seemed to be little buggy things in the first few few levels, which should be obvious. Like and they they especially when you can't get through a level because it's just kind of broken a little bit that to me is like a bad thing in a remake and so that's why i suppose you kind of get that sour taste in your mouth for a remake i didn't finish it It, it, the rest of it might have been perfect and so i don't want to say that that was bad i did play some of the spyro remake um because my wife was big into spyro back in the day and we got the remake and she played quite a bit of that and i played a decent amount of it and i enjoyed it i thought that was a cool remake i didn't i didn't come across anything that i found annoying or frustrating it felt kind of original it felt a bit clunky but it felt good it looked good yeah um yeah and medieval, I think I barely played yeah. it again. So. But anyway, that's that's that. You know, I, I I take back some of what I said, but I maintain that it just felt like the Mafia remake. It was just a, a higher tier in terms of effort put in. But, I think the polish on the Mafia thing was yeah, seemed yeah. But I guess different. I guess that's effort, that's a, effort, that's a, is, a re- effort eh? is a really strange <laughs> variable to use to determine the quantity. <laughs> like, that's a really strange thing to tap into. Yeah, but anyway, but fair enough. The, but listen, the the Mafia remake, boys, because um, usually we do a catch-up, right? But I, I don't think there's much to catch up uh, for a lot of us. Wow. All I've been playing is the Mafia remake. I haven't finished it yet, although, you know, I obviously finished it beforehand, like when it first originally came out. But, but for the life of me, I up until the the um, the racetrack uh, mission and, and just a little bit after that, that's that's about where my memory goes and then oh. it's almost like I've drawn blanks on the rest of it. But there's little little pockets, little bits and pieces where I'm like, oh, yeah, I fucking remember that. I fucking remember that. But I'm, I'm loving it, boys. You know, what, you know what I think really makes that fucking game is that soundtrack. It's just so perfect. just suits the mood so well. Yeah. I'm, I literally, I couldn't tell you what the soundtrack was like. I'm one of these people that never pays any attention oh, the to soundtrack music. soundtrack is so good, dude. When you're, like, when you're driving along at night and it's just those... It, it's, when it's like raining and shit, it's like, fuck, dude. This is fucking Oh, so the audio, right. Sorry, I thought you meant the music. Yeah, the music. Oh, what, like, oh, well, then, what, the, the, the music on the radio? I thought you meant, no, I thought you meant like the, but the, yeah, generally speaking, the sounds in the game was, was spot on. I mean, what, no, what, I'm what talking, talking about the remake? soundtrack, dude, like the fucking orchestral soundtrack the of the game. Didn't, I genuinely, it didn't jump out at me. You're I think mental. if we played you, so not only are you not only do you have face blindness, but you've got soundtrack deafness. This is 
amazing. I think <laughs> yeah. I don't think no, I've ever see, met anyone see, quite like Jonesy, him. Jonesy did hear the score, but he didn't really register it because he just he just thought it could have been a little bit better. They didn't put much effort in. Uh, <laughs> oh, fuck you know, you. <laughs> there were there were little there were little you know, glitches here and there, little bugs here and there. You know, the, the, <laughs> yeah, the, 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 the timing the, of that the timing but, yeah, of that the, violin was a bit off. And the the, the hitboxes on that main theme were. were <laughs> All right. The the thing like audio wise, I'd say what stood out to me was the um, the voice acting and all the that sort of stuff was was on was on point. Oh, was so good, isn't it? Um, the, even but, the but voices dude, that the, kind of were off, like they this is the accent sounded kind of wonky, and I don't oh, know if they're, they're my my, right. my my favorite is fucking poorly because he's just got such a fucking ridiculous <laughs> nasally. <laughs> but you grow to love them. You grow to like those things like, about totally them. They all sound the, so the writing in that game. It, it, Testament to the first Mafia game where it was so fucking good, dude. But the story, though, I was saying to this to Jamie just before we came on, like, I really enjoyed that game, but some of the story beats, I was like, what? <laughs> like, what's going on? What do you mean? Like, so I don't want to give things away in case there are people out there who are going to play the remake and haven't played the original, but there's a, there's a few bits where they just seemed a bit dumb. Or it seemed... So I'll give you an example, like, but I won't specifically say it. It's a bit where they sort of set you up for a mission and they're like you boys are going to go down and you're going to get him as he comes out the front of the club. There's going to be people all about. And I'm thinking Hitman style crowds. And so it is a remake, obviously. So maybe it was my fault for thinking this. So I'm thinking crowds of people, um, like the, the, all these important people are going to be there and we're going to do this big yeah. mafia style showdown. And you get to the, the theater and they're three dudes. There's like <laughs> dude you're supposed to hit two of his bodyguards and that's it. And then they get in a car and drive off. And I'm like, wow, that's a, that sort of let me down. But, yeah. but there's, but then the other stuff. Maybe maybe it wasn't out. maximum effort for the mafia remake. <laughs> yeah. But I, I always wonder with remakes, like, are they going to increase, say, the number of cars that are present on the roads? Are they going to um, improve, like, the the how many people are walking down the streets? Do they change that, or do they just reskin it and make everything look better? Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I well, thought they would do that sort of stuff, but yeah, you know what I think they did really well though, in, in, kind of in terms of that, is collision avoidance in the AI of the other traffic that's on the road. For some reason, like I hardly ever crash into other cars. It's fucking. Uh, I oh. hated the the way that when you were driving past a turning, a car would just turn in front of you, <laughs> or someone on the side of the road would just walk out in front of you. <laughs> look, look, look at the car coming doing seventy down the road. That's fifty meters away from. But this is what I'm saying. I, I think that I think that the AI is so good that it does that kind of like, but y- unless you change your variables drastically, you, you're not going to hit them. Do you know what I mean? I, I hated it. I liked it, dude. I thought it, because wow. it was like, oh, it's the hustle and bustle of the 1930s, see? <laughs> but it didn't just, feel like that. Sorry, Jamie. I was going to say, I just like that when you beep your horn, cars actually get out of the way. I like doing that. <laughs> I would just drive down the road at eight miles an hour, like, like and everyone would sort of pull over to the side side. It was perfect. Man. I, do you know when you say, like, you, if you can see the walls in a game, it's, it's you know, obviously not good. Um, for me, it was... Oh, wait, like the like invisible a, walls. Yeah, 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 like yeah. you shouldn't be able to bump into the wall. For me, it was when you're driving on a road and I knew that that truck is about to make a ridiculous right-hand turn in order to throw some dynamism into the game to make me have to veer <laughs> left. And I, I, because he would be in the left lane, I was in the right, and then he would like veer right. Or I'd be walking, I'd be going down the road and some woman would step out into the street, literally 20 metres in, in front of me. And there's no way she would have done that in real life. And it, and it made me think, oh, they're just trying to do it to force... 
like yeah, see, it's the hustle and bustle. And I, I don't know if it's a, that system is sophisticated enough to know that they want to insert dynamism at certain points by creating traffic incidents and <laughs> and hit and run. The they cases. must. I don't they know. I, I, I'd, I'd be skeptical if it to believe that it worked that way, Man. but maybe. What I think game, what's though. more likely, Jonesy, is you were doing triple the speed limit. <laughs> people were caught off guard. Yeah. 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 I did drive around with a limiter on uh, quite a bit, actually, which I, I thought was... Did you yeah, ever? I, did you try and obey traffic laws, like red lights and... I did, but then I got bored doing that quite quickly. So I just... And then the cops don't really care if you yeah. speed as well. So I ended up just veering around trams and things like well, that. Well, there's two, there's two options for, I think, cops. There's sort of a relaxed and a more realistic one. Yeah, and it's the like more classic realistic or one, realism or something. Yeah, and realism is the one where speeding and red lights and getting too close to people, I guess. I don't even know. <laughs> right. Too close to maybe people. I need to, maybe I'll play through a little bit and see we've we'll turned the cops up and see if it sort of plays any different. Maybe. Turn the, co- turn the cops on, yeah. All right. Turn the cops up. Fair enough. Do you reckon you'll finish that game this week, Chris? Um... <laughs> That's no. I'm, no. I'm just trying to think where I am. I'm, I'm, I'm about halfway. How long is it? Is it about fifteen hours? Thirteen to fifteen hours ish. I, I could I, I could open I up I could open up Steam right now and tell you how long you paid it for. Oh, mine's mine's messed up because I left it on for ages. So Steam says for me that it was twenty hours I've played and it's oh, not. Oh, so you're just a, trying to cover your bases because you're the world's slowest gamer. Hole. Just you so, couldn't. But there's nothing else to do. There, you couldn't make it take longer. Jamie, just right? check how long to beat if you if you're there already. Oh, okay, that's a good idea. Well, you guys have yeah. to keep talking while I do that. Yeah, that's fine. Do, do you reckon we should do like a, a spoiler cast for the patrons? I guess I guess that's a question for listeners. Do you would you like us to do a spoiler cast once we've all finished it? Because I think yeah. I think probably this time next week we could potentially all have had it done, right? Very plausible, and because it, it was a game that kind of a lot of people in the Discord were chatting about, it got a lot of people interested. But I don't know how many people pulled the trigger and have played it and finished it themselves and are ready to yeah. hear that story. I, 11 I hours, by the way. 11 hours, yeah. 11, 11. Yeah, I was thinking of maybe 12. I, I just think it's, yeah, I, I wonder. I don't, I haven't really heard much about the uptake of the game. I mean, obviously we know that the reception of the game has been pretty pretty good. But yeah, I, I hope that it doesn't pass too many people by because it it's a, it's, it's a, it's a good time. It's a good time and it's not a full price game and it's worth it and you should vote with your wallet, right? It, it reminded me that I love that third-person, single-player, not too uh, expansive and open-world, yeah. like, story-driven game. And especially when it's, like, 10 to, say, 15 hours, that is a damn good... If you get a good game that fits into that time frame, it is damn good, and it's completely finishable, and it feels like a really good length. Well, it's, it's, um, all, it's all about the, the compelling characters and great story, right? Like, it keeps you kind of fucking, sure, yeah. fucking hooked. It's such right. a great story. Yeah, I, I love good. it. Dudes, I love it. Anyway... No, fair enough. And like, yeah. I guess like the opposite of what Josie is saying is that we're probably going to get another 60-hour Assassin's Creed game next month that <laughs> is going to be really good, but no one finishes. Yeah, fucking hell. <laughs> Jesus. I, I still haven't the, finished the Odyssey. Just put that out there. So. Well, I, I did. Think, I don't think I ever will. So. I, no, I haven't finished Odyssey either. Yeah, Josie, you haven't will. finished Origins. In fact, you've still got the... I didn't like Origins. You've got the ATG copy of Origins that you took home, now admitting that you didn't like, never finished and never brought back. I think I did bring it back when we left. Oh, better late than never, am I right, Jonesy? <laughs> yeah. So I don't know who's got it. That, that's not, no, that sounds like covering your bases to me. <laughs> Yeah. I'll have a look and see if I've still got it, but I've, I've got Odyssey and I, I like Odyssey, you, but you, it's too you fl- long. Man. You flexed so hard that month and I was so annoyed. But then that's <laughs> just, so hard. Yeah, do you remember? 
It was that was that was a it's, crazy. It's moment. over a year ago. I don't remember. Oh, it was like two or three years ago now. But it was when <laughs> uh, Wolfenstein to the New Colossus, yeah. Super Mario Odyssey, and Assassin's Creed Origins all came out around the same time, maybe even the same day. And I was like, I've only got enough money for one of these, and I chose Mario and started playing Mario. And I was like, okay, <laughs> cool. And then we got sent a copy of Assassin's Creed, and then you took that, and I was like. Fair enough. Yep. Like rotation, got to keep it fair. And then, like a week after you took home Origins, you just bought Wolfenstein Two for yourself and stopped playing Origins. And as far as I'm aware, never went back to it. And I, I, played, I remember I thinking, did, like, this is this is. I did this go back to it for. A, do you know what? How, with Odyssey, I played it for a, I think a decent about ten hours or so. Then I think I sort of stopped. Yeah, like you say, for a while. Then everyone said how good it was, and I was like, maybe I was wrong. So you know when you sort of think I need to revisit. Yeah. So I went back into it for maybe like a few hours and was like, no, I was right. <laughs> or I, wow. I preferred I preferred Origins to Odyssey in some respects. I know, I know. They're, fun, they're, fun, they're fundamentally very do. similar. Uh, I liked I liked the worlds very equally, but I liked the characters and the, maybe the story of Origins more. Mm, fair enough. There you go. Yeah. But, uh, uh, yeah. yeah, but what about you, Jamie? Because uh, surely uh, not, just, not just the Raf- Mafia remake. You're, you're, the, you're the resident... <laughs> I've got time to play games, dude. So, uh, not these days. Not these days. <laughs> I, I, I think I'm the resident. I've got time to play games, dude. When I'm not working, and uh, uh, regrettably, I've been I've been working a fair bit lately. The only thing I've had not any regrettably got to make that dough, buddy. Well, Bring home yeah, the bacon. but still, it, it's more fun playing video games, and some, sometimes not making money is a weird ble- blessing in disguise because you can sit around with your thumb up your ass. Um, yeah, that, that's where ATG was a blessing in a way, wasn't it? Because it was like gaming was your job. Yeah, well, also, but also that's where, like, not to get too into the nitty gritty of it all, but that's where, like, a nine to five or a nine to six was also a blessing because it's nice to have a job that you can go home and, like, now's now's me time. And then, in the, the, like, talking about games like As Long as Assassin's Creed Odyssey, I played that just playing, you know, from eight o'clock till 12 o'clock, however many nights it took. And when I'm doing freelance shit, it's really hard to do that because. I was saying to Jonesy, my time management is so bad that, like, <laughs> rather than working for a set amount of time and then stopping, I'm kind of like basically working all day and then stopping at random non-timed intervals. Yeah. But that's the shit thing about being at home as well. It's like fucking at your desk and you're working, and then at the same desk is where you take your leisure time, and at the same desk is you know it's just like fucking hell. Oh yeah, and then you get up at the end of the day and you're like, why do I have a bad back? It's like, well, you have a mood for 12 hours. That, that, yeah. that might be one contributing factor. Yeah, but anyway, right. the thing... Sorry, Chris. No, 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 go ahead. I was going to say, the thing I did have a little bit of time for, and I'm not going to talk about it too much because it's going to... Uh, it, it, it has very little relevance to our audience whatsoever, but that's FIFA 21. Uh, oh, yeah. Mm. The latest and greatest in FIFA's foot to EA's. the ball, yeah. What's it yes. about? What's that? What's that game it's, about? Um, so there's a there's a sport called soccer. Yeah, no, sorry, um, and, right, right. hold on, Jonesy, uh, Jamie, sorry, you got it wrong. I mean, I know it's FIFA. It's mafia. Oh, so, <laughs> so, mafia, yeah, 21. mafia twenty one. Mafia twenty. Mafia twenty one. I mean, it's just basically basically just a reskin of mafia guys. They just updated the mafia rosters and uh, <laughs> put more microtransactions in there. <laughs> Paulie joined the LA Galaxy. You know, just the, <laughs> um. Yeah, now, FIFA like, is a game that I always want, like every year. I'm like, should I play a bit? And then I'm like, nah. Yeah, you know, you know, what? I reckon, I reckon, from from what I saw previously with with like the squads and everything, if if you've if you kind of even semi into it, but you've got enough people who are interested in it to play like online leagues and stuff, I, yeah, I, that would be fucking cool. 
Yeah. yeah. I mean, the funnest game mode in the game for me, and I haven't done this yet on FIFA 21, but I will do soon, is a thing called Pro Clubs, which everyone knows Ultimate Team. That's the card trading shit. That's where all the money goes. That's the microtransactions. That's what they put the biggest emphasis yeah. on. Pro Clubs is basically a thing where you create a fictional club, populate it with your friends. That, that's or, what I was know, talking about. Did I say Ultimate yeah. Team? I, I meant Pro uh, No, I, th- I think you... I, don't, I just think... Yeah, you, yeah. You were, this is what you alluded to. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so it's basically like, if you have 11 friends, you could all play one position on the pitch and have like, your own team going up against other people doing the same thing. And uh, yeah, it's, realistically... It's like, Alex Jones, it's like virtual sport. Some, some might call it an, an uh, electronic sport or... They've, uh, they, they've or, taken... Or, a real art form. Otherwise known as an e-sport, yeah. Yeah, they've yeah. taken the the, the, the the game of soccer, the sport, if you will, mm. soccer, and digitized it for you know the the modern generation, <laughs> the current day audiences. Um, so, do you, did you, Jamie? Did you ever look into that uh, Burger King Stevenage thing? Oh, what was that? You, I remember you referenced it. I can't yeah. remember what the thing was. The, I, I, think, so, I think it was true. It's a uh, uh, Burger King sponsored the. Uh, I don't think was it Stevenage. It was, that's what, so I live, oh, okay. the, the closest sort of um, pro team to where I live is Stevenage Town FC. And uh, someone shared a story with me, which was effectively that Burger King wanted a, a funny, cheap, interesting way to get their branding into um, into FIFA. And so what they decided to do was to find a, a low league team and they found Stevenage uh, <laughs> and they brand, they pay, they brand, they support, what do you call it, sponsored the club. Yeah. So they had the shirts say Burger King on the shirts. And it was all in order because they knew that they would be in FIFA so that they ended up having them in FIFA and then they would get people online um, to uh, play as Stevenage, put a whole load of amazing players into the teams and then get them really high up the league tables. And then people all over the world were like tweeting and showing pictures of yeah, their because they, Stevenage team. Because they ran like some competitions or some shit, isn't it? Where they were like, oh, if right, you yeah. place high with Stevenage, like you could win like fucking whoppers and shit. <laughs> It's such a funny, interesting way to do it. But I'd never heard of this. And I, and I live like three miles away from their football ground. So I was quite surprised when I saw it. But wow. Interesting. Yeah, in fact, there Goes was to a- show there's no crossover between FIFA and gaming. Like, in no. any sort of but uh, another weird crossover, but like this is my only opportunity to talk about football and try and relate it to our audience. So <laughs> this, this might work. But did you guys hear about um, Wrexham? No. Wrexham, no. Wrexham Football Club. So Wrexham, I believe... I might have to look at a fact check myself on this uh, on the fly. I believe Wrexham are, are like a Welsh club, but there's a weird thing in England where Welsh football clubs uh, could play in the English system. But for anyone wondering, they're in like the fifth tier of football. So if the top tier is your, your Chelsea's and your Manchester United, yeah. Arsenal, Liverpool, blah, 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 blah. Wrexham are down the fifth tier. The other day, how, how many about, tiers are there? Oh, I mean indefinite because once once you get past fifth tier, I think is it's a technically like semi-professional or like non-professional and so if you want to be hyper-literal about it you can keep going down until yeah. like which which tier is hashtag united oh that's a good question i don't i actually don't know i'd have to look them up hashtag united for anyone wondering are a football club that are essentially born from a youtube channel and have gained some notoriety recently because there's we're getting it too in the weeds here. i'm sorry <laughs> people are going crazy um there's a there's a domestic competition in in the uk called the fa cup which is notable because teams of basically any stature are able to qualify and get a place in the FA Cup and, and work their way through it and a, a potentially eventually play against a big side. So you end up getting a thing <clears> where like <throat> Liverpool are lining up against a team of 
part-time footballers who are like dustbin men in their free time. <laughs> and hashtag United have, have, have been doing fairly well in the, in the FA Cup uh, so far this year. They, Chris, are in the Essex Senior League, which is... Se- se- is that like old people? Like grey grey haired people. No, I think it's it's just called the senior league, and it but is these are level all like nu- YouTubers, right? Like, yeah, it is level nine. It is level nine in the English uh, football pyramid. Wow, they refer to it. Okay. League pyramid. All right. Anyway, the thing yeah, I was going to say so is Wrexham. Yeah, Wrexham have been subject to a takeover bid by Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhenney, the guy. Oh, from I saw that. That's what I it was. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, apparently, they're they're looking to uh, they're proceeding in talks to take over the club. I don't know if there's been any updates since then. Uh, they would invest up to two million pounds in the club as well. Um, I just thought that's a weird pairing and a weird the football willing world and the real world. I don't know what you call it coming together. <laughs> it's just that I I find like so I'm I'm not too into football unless it's the World Cup, right? Then then I get really into it for whatever God knows whatever reason. Um, but I always find it fascinating oh, yeah, because you, the way you that, pretend you you spend a, a week or two pretending to be German. That's why. yes, I do, I do. Yeah, I love talking about random. Sorry, saying the Ryan Reynolds thing. I just had to check, but I remember that Delia Smith, the the uh, TV Norwich. chef, owns Norwich yeah. City. So they Wrexham could play um, uh, Norwich <laughs> City, and then it would be Delia Smith heading off against yeah. Ryan Reynolds. That'd be quite fun. You know what the funny thing is, though, like because Ryan Reynolds and um, Hugh Jackman have this like frenemy rival rivalry going on, right? So I could imagine right. that like Hugh Jackman would then buy. Wrexham's direct like counterpart and they just like <laughs> just so that they can go at each other <laughs> yeah. that'd be funny yeah I, well what I was saying is that I just love all the kind of like ancillary things the things around football that kind of bleed into like gaming culture or whatever so you talk about hashtag united I find it quite interesting because it's like the YouTuber realm right and and you talk yeah. about uh, Paris Saint-Germain and, and they're interesting because they're into like more the fashion side of things and it, 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 I, yeah. I've I really like that kind of crossover, not just with football and stuff, but anything A to anything B, as it were. Should we create a team? Should we create a professional sports team in a sport that we could actually, that's so niche that we could do quite well? Yeah, fuck What, what would our sport be? What would our sport be? I don't know, what, I don't know what's niche ball. Uh, niche ball, what's niche enough? Uh, bad, badminton. Badminton. So we'd be, we'd be called the fuck boys badminton and is we'd in the play Olympics, badminton. Man. Badminton's in the Olympics. I think that'd be tough to get into. We need more niche. In the comments down below, if anyone knows of a niche sport that needs three people. All right. All right. Oh. We can stretch to four. What, what, what's the, what's the most niche sport you guys can think of? I got one. Have you ever heard um, of Have you heard of Jai or JLA or whatever they're fucking called? J, no. So it's a no. J-A-I as one word. So J and then A-L-A-I, I think. So it's, it's, you, it's a sport where you've got this like wicker basket that's really long and curved. And you, oh. there's a ball in there, and you kind of like chuck it over. Did they use that in like a Jackass film or something to throw oranges at each other, or maybe in the series? Maybe wasn't that wasn't that lacrosse though? No, I, it was definitely a big curved, almost like yeah, that's, ball that comes that's off ju- the end. That's Jayalai or, or Jayalai. Probably fucking butchering the the that's, pronunciation there. I, I actually played a sport at school very briefly because I, I went to a school that had a lot of sort of really old infrastructure, and one of the things were these courts devoted to the sport that's not really played that much. There's yeah. a thing called Fives. Um, fives? Fives. And okay. it's essentially uh, squash played with your hand. Uh, oh, so okay. handball? Don't they call that handball? Handball, well? yeah. I mean, it might, it might be, but the version of it that we played was called Fives, and uh, you wore a big glove, um, <laughs> and you, and li- yeah, you literally you wore a big glove, and you smacked this ball 
the first one would always have to go, if you imagine a right angle, go off the right wall and then the back wall. And once it came off the back wall, it's in play. And you have to hit it against the wall. It can only bounce once. And there's also a wooden bar on the wall that it has to be over. You can't go on. So it's kind of it's kind of like squash. Kind of like squash, but you can also play um, with pairs. You can also play two on two with like a front court and a back court. Yeah. Um, this it's, sounds like it's, a crazy sport. It, it was kind of fun. Um, we just had those courts, so like you could play fives if you <laughs> wanted to. It's a weird. Yeah. What about you, yeah. Jonesy? What's what's the most obscure sport you you know? I don't think I know any obscure. Maybe like elephant polo. <laughs> I don't. Think, I don't know where we're going to get some elephants from. Oh, you got to go to India. I guess so. Yeah. India. You wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me if you told me you were a polo player at some point, Jonesy. I don't I, know why. I did do a polo experience there it is. thing. A, a polo experience. Yeah, which was completely point like it was ridiculous. So because mine it was like me and my brother and a mate, we went and did it and we were like guys going, Yeah, we're up for it because all of our respective wives, girlfriends are avid horse riders. So, and we went with them and two of their friends who are also horse riders. And then they were like, right, boys, we're going to teach you how to ride a horse. Now play polo. And they were like, let's do boys against girls. Ridiculous. That's mad. That's madness. It's, it's out- like outrageous. Man, I, I think I've ridden a horse maybe three times in my entire life. And I think that's three times too many. I just don't Polo was the- wicked. I, Dude, I, I, will t- t- I, just, I just don't think that men are uh, anatomically <laughs> built for fucking riding on a horse. It's like doing, 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 <laughs> like, a, doing like a little, a little fucking... Uh, walk around on a, on a fucking pony is one thing. Doing a fucking gallop, that's like properly squashing oh, your dude. balls constantly. Because I, I, I don't know if, they, Jamie, I don't know if you know, but the technique is that you need to kind of like lift yourself off of the horse as it's galloping, but like rhythmically. And, not, and, not as it's galloping. You don't do that. Or, or is it cantering? Or I don't know. Some fucking no, no, uh, trotting. If it's trots, you do something called rising trot, which is when that you do. So you go up and the horse goes up. Yeah. Cantering and galloping, it's a lot. The horse's body is actually a lot more level, so you can ride it. So you can stay in one position. But yeah, trot. You've got to move. Mate, otherwise, it slams. It's yeah. like this. It slams. Yeah, into it's your exactly like that. Now imagine, <laughs> imagine just taking like two two overly ripe uh, tomatoes and putting oh, them uh, no. b- between your legs, and then just just. Going like this on your fucking chair, you can imagine the the sensation. I don't want. I don't want to imagine the sensation. <laughs> Not least of all because I didn't even have to go horse riding for a comparable. Uh, yeah. To, uh, uh, Hello. To, to, yeah. How much? No, how much does that one cost you? Basically, Jamie? no. Come on, lads. We don't. We don't talk was about this, that. Was mate. this around the back of the Tesco? Did you, no, this is the Chinese massage bar. This is in Soho. <laughs> Did you get a Chinese massage parlor? Can I just realise how f- this is like an after dark? How far off of games have we have we gone? Oh, re- anyone far. still listening? Stick with us, or if you're watching, ba- because yeah, there we'll is, get there is the gaming news, news coming by PlayStation, PC news. It's all coming. All right, just 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 ride the wave with us. Yeah. Okay, it's almost like involuntarily yeah. taking <laughs> drugs. You just got to like let it ru- let 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 it wash over let you. Let it wash isn't, over you. Yeah. Isn't that like being drugged? Isn't that illegal? Involuntarily no, taking fine. drugs is like being being drugged. Don't worry about it, Jamie. Finish your story. And we'll get <laughs> I was just, I was just gonna say that I uh, believe it or not, I have been to the gym at one point in the last like two years and stuff like that. And I got on an exercise bike, and I realized very quickly that uh, you're not meant to, or you, either you're either you're not meant to, or at least I'm not meant to <laughs> go on an exercise bike in this kind of state. Because I got off after like half an hour, and I was like. 
what the fuck is going on? And uh, without going into full-on After Dark territory, maybe we have to retell the story another time. I think I know what you're going to say. I got pins and needles in a place you're not meant to have pins and needles. Mm-hmm. And yes. I was like, it is numb. What is going on? Will it fall off? And I and I was very yeah. frightened. And it was, do you, know do you know what's weird? Pacing around a gym, trying not to draw attention to the fact that you're trying to let the blood return to a part of your body that you're not meant to. That does happen with bikes. That does happen, yeah. Yeah, because it's, it's the shape but also, of the scene. But also, stuff, for anyone who doesn't have one, when that thing is numb, you don't know what it's doing anymore. Does that make sense? It, it, it's yeah. off around the corner, flirting with. Does people. that make sense? <laughs> so you don't like. You've always got some kind of idea of how it's lying, and like you don't have an idea of that anymore. And it's like it, it, it's very, it's very trippy. Anyway, FIFA twenty one six out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> and there we go. Brought it back around. Nice. Oh my that is God. the catch-up. Should we do some news? <laughs> I mean, I kind of don't want to now. I just want to talk about... <laughs> no, 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 you don't. Nope. No, you don't. No, I don't. No, I don't. Uh, okay. That's, yeah. what patron, uh, that's what patrons for. People I'll tell pay you what, for boys. that shit for I'll reason. tell you what, okay. 40 minutes into the <laughs> into the podcast. Let's get to the news. Uh, go on. Way. Go on, Jamie. Give us a jingle. I like news. it. I like it. I like it. And you know why I like it? Thank it's you. because you didn't complain when I just abstractly just threw it out to you to make a fucking jingle. Uh, Chris, I've podcasted with you long enough now to know to roll with the punches. If Fair I was going to get thrown off by a jingle, then I'm not fit for the game. Well, there we go. Okay. Uh, it's been a bit of a shit week in terms of gaming news, hasn't it, boys? Fucking yes, the yeah. worst. Like going through all the major websites and then news section just thinking, what can we talk about? What can we talk yeah. about? Yeah, I think but, there's lots of like, there's lots of news, but they're just like small little nuggets where it's just like, I'll give you the headline and then you'll be like, yeah, okay. Uh, but there, yeah. Is some, there is some stuff, okay? I guess the most notable thing is PlayStation released a video that was a teardown of the PS5 console. And uh, it was a video with a, a, a huge unit and a tiny man. <laughs> I, I don't know how much was one and how much was the other, but when that first started up, I genuinely was like, oh my goodness, I don't think that PlayStation 5 is going to fit in my cabinet. <laughs> I, I, and, then, I, and then afterwards it's like, oh, or is the dude tiny? Well, <laughs> like, so there's, yeah, there's a lot to unpack here, right? Like we, we always knew it was a, a large console. I think it is the largest modern home console that's been released. But yeah, watching that video, it was the size of this Japanese man's torso. <laughs> yeah, Bigger, probably. <laughs> I was just like, how, what? But, but then again... You know, and, and, I, and I don't think it's being uh, racially insensitive to say so, but Japanese people are considered a little bit on the shorter side, right? I think so, average, yeah, I think average, so, yeah. average, average heights are a thing. You can root something like that in statistics. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. You know, but yeah, did, did a bit of a teardown, which was pretty cool. Like the panels came off. There's a cool thing with the base where it's got a little compartment and you put the little nut in and it closes it and you hook it around the back and all this bullshit. Um because from what we so the base as when I'm watching it, I was trying to figure out like what they're actually doing. So the base comes off the bottom if you want to lay it horizontally, and then the base screws on to the sort of what would be the side, doesn't it? And then you can mount yeah. it. That's how you mount it horizontally. So yeah, you can't yeah. just lie it on its side. No, well because it's all fucking curvy and swoopy. I mean, I'm sure you all can, curvy. but not really what they want you to do with it. Um, uh, what but dude, you just skated over something there. What? The the panels come off. Okay, the panels yeah, but come off. That weird. Why were you so excited about the panels coming off? Because if the panels come off, it's like when the, do you remember when phones came out and then they were like, oh. you can take the front and the back oh, of the phone case I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and you can buy bespoke and customize the, the Nokia Express covers, oh, my I friend. See. Yeah. Exactly. 
if the panels come off, we've been talking about like we've even said this when they when the unit was coming out, and with some friends of ours and like Martin from Just Interesting, and I think even Robin as well was saying maybe I'll wait for a specialized version, maybe yeah. I'll wait for like an all black or you know a this or a that or a, a game specific, but. We, you don't have to wait for that now. You can get a PlayStation 5, and I think it is, it's it's almost been like a bit of a uh, non-mentioned thing, but they will be releasing custom panels. Even if it's not PlayStation, you will be able to get them from other places, is, and you'll just pop those panels back You on. know what, Jonesy, you've actually blown my mind here. I did not take that into consideration whatsoever. You know what I'd really like to get? Are panels that look like pistachio shells, because I think that that whole fucking console <laughs> is like a futuristic pistachio. Does that um, mean there's going to be so this weird thing where when there are special edition consoles, there's going to be a weird market for just replicas of the panels rather than the consoles itself. Yeah, probably. Because I think that I, yeah, exactly. I think that'll happen. Interesting. By the way, if you knew an artist, you could like take your own panels off and you could get them to knock you up some cool, um, personalized designs. That would be quality actually. And and I guess there would be probably like an Etsy market for it as well. It probably would be. Yeah. yeah. Cause all you'd really need to do is learn what the connectors are. And as long as it fits in and doesn't affect airflow and, Oh, dude, whatnot. guaranteed someone's going to take that shit, fucking do a, a 3D scan of it, and then release the the yeah. schematics on, on a fucking thing. Oh, that, 3D that's, that's printing. Exci- I, never, I never considered that. That's really exciting. But I will say one thing that really fucking impressed me. The reason why this thing is so fucking huge is because it's got the biggest heat sink I've ever seen in any kind of fucking uh, home electronics device yeah. ever. It's like if you had to take all of the bones out of my body, it probably still wouldn't be... And can and like condense them to get rid of all the air and the gaps and whatever. Probably still wouldn't be as big as this fucking chungus of a of a heatsink. <laughs> wouldn't be a very effective heatsink. Well, honestly, like, like this fucking console is like eighty five percent heatsink. Well, it was a monster, wasn't the, it? The PS four and monster. the PS four Pro sound like jet engines when you're playing the wrong game. So anything they try and do to <laughs> mitigate that fact, like yeah. I'm 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 up for it. I don't know if having a big heatsink and having that giant fan will make this thing yeah. quieter or cooler or what, but Oh, well, let's the, hope they make some improvement on that. The one interesting thing, and this is maybe getting a little bit into the geeky territory here, but they use liquid metal as the... Uh, yeah, I saw the, that. Yeah, so that's the contact between the, the CPU and the heatsink, right? And liquid metal is like... Usually it's just some kind of like a thermal compound, but liquid metal is quite a, quite a specialized thing and it's quite difficult to apply, like notoriously difficult. Uh, and if that liquid metal spills out and touches any of, like, say, your, the rest of the motherboard, it could short-circuit the whole thing. Um, right. But they've got, they've, to get into it, they've got, like, a little rubberized gasket around it and some foam gaskets um, <clears throat> to kind of fix that. But I think that at, at like, um, at the level that they are going to produce and sell these PlayStation 5s, I think probably it's going to be the biggest home-use application of liquid metal that there's ever been. Because I think liquid, oh, wow, okay, me- liquid metal is quite a quite a specialist kind of thing, and I don't think you find I, it in yeah. a lot of consumer stuff, if any. Yeah. So but yeah. To, hey, I, I, to me, like anything they do to reduce heat, and so obviously the CPU getting hot is something they really don't want. And if your CPU fries, your frigging PlayStation is dead. So anything they can do to get the heat out of that, to get it into that heat sink, and then to get that big ass fan pumping all that air over it to cool it down, yeah. is I completely see why they're going mental on. Heat sinks, fans, yeah. and everything. I just had a, I it, just had a crazy idea, boys. Sorry, Jonesy. You know, you know the panels come off. Yeah, yeah. Which means that the 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 internal console itself has little connectors, right? Seeing as this thing is so fucking big, do you think someone's going to make a desk out of it and just have like these things that go <laughs> and just like connect into it? And it's like, no, it's your 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 desk is your PlayStation. 
Oh, so like they take the sides off and they have inbuilt things where you can put the, the yeah, it's like it's like, it's like a TV unit that just got this little gap that you slide. You know, because it's, to it's be fair, that's huge, an interesting right? idea, right? If you can take that middle that central unit out and lose the panels, yeah, what well, you could integrate it for stuff for sure if you wanted to. Hell yes, you yeah. could. Yeah, is is it basically a perfect rectangle or whatever you want to call it when you take the panels off? No, because the the, the drive still protrudes, right? If, it's got like beveled edges oh, right, as well, so it's not flat, it's not square. I think it's like rounded beveled edges or something. I yeah. see, I see. No, but I think I if, was, you go, if you go for the digital version, then yeah, the, the top would be the same profile as the bottom. Uh, okay, okay. Yeah. There's um, definitely room for something there. Yeah, but it's cool. And then another interesting point, I mean, I don't know who fucking cares about any of this, but we're talking about it anyway, because it's a slow news week. Um, but they did seem to have an expansion bay for um, for storage expansion, right? And that's maybe the way that they are going to address the fact that there's not a lot of gigabytes available in that um, uh, console. Yeah, they did. They did talk about um, before the fact that they're working with third parties because they have a proprietary SSD, obviously. Yeah, but they're talking to third parties about um, production of. Uh, SSDs that that match the read write speed of their SSDs, so yeah. that you can expand that storage. I think, I think that was in some of their their material that they released yeah. um, earlier in the year. I think Western um, Digital have just released the NVMe four drive that is meant to be uh, uh, PlayStation five compatible, like speed okay. wise. Uh, because they have made a big thing about it, haven't they? Yeah. The the other thing I always remember, and I guess you have to take this with a pinch of salt, because it's Mark Cerny talking about the PlayStation. Of course, he's going to be very optimistic when it comes to the impact yeah. it can have on the way people make games. But he seemed to suggest that SSDs being adopted across the board, i.e. SSDs in the PlayStation 5, the Xbox Series X, and becoming more common in PCs, could change the way that games are developed and essentially make them smaller because there's a problem at the moment where you might, for example, get a certain asset that is... Uh, in a game files multiple in a game's files multiple times because it needs to be accessed very quickly no matter sort of where you're at so yeah. to speak yeah, yeah, yeah. and that the speed of SSDs might eliminate the the, the amount of uh, places that certain assets might need to appear throughout a yeah. game's files I, I know I'm not using the proper terminology but no but it makes sense the way you said it yeah yeah if that's a side effect of this that like hey the SSD is very fast and it might be actually a little bit smaller than some people are used to if they've had say a PS4 Pro with a 1 terabyte HDD uh but actually games are going to get smaller. Yeah. Well except for Warzone right because that thing's still fucking Except for Warzone. Uh, apparently like know, if, if you get the whole modern warfare kind of the game and the multiplayer and Warzone it's like over 250 gigs or some shit like that and it's like I think there's a thing what like, I think there's on PC where you can't take yeah, it you apart can't separate so to them, speak. Yeah. Like the weird thing is on not I don't know how many people know this on PS4 you can uninstall packages of Modern Warfare at your own like however you want like yeah. you can uninstall Modern the Modern Warfare campaign but keep the multiplayer which is kind of yeah. cool um, and yeah. it helps keeps the size down but yeah obviously for PC it sucks yeah but I guess the, I think even yeah, they saying with S- the SS, talking about the SSD stuff as well that effectively they're utilizing some of the SSD to stand in for the RAM. Because the SSDs are so quick that they don't need it done through through memory, which is like you might it might change a shitload, right? It might even get down to a point where you like memory is effectively pointless now if the SSDs get that fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting times. Mm. Interesting times. By the way, Chris, do you want me to save your bacon with a quick, uh, quick little drop of info, little Dude, fact drop? I, I don't know why my bacon needs saving, but yeah, sure. 
Well, just to make you look less racist, I guess. Which, wow, okay, uh, there we go. It's something I'm, I'm used to doing on it for you. Uh, back in uh, 2005, there was a survey of nearly 47% of the male population of Japan aged between 20 and 49, the average height coming in at 5 foot 7 and a half inches compared to, for example, 5 foot 10 in the UK, a difference of 2 and a half inches. There's no way 5'10 is the average in the UK. I could join a, join a tell you. Hey, I thought the average was hey, from, from, from my perspective. <laughs> but then again, uh, in the United, yeah. United Kingdom, England, in a measured survey of, from 2012 of males between 20, uh, aged between 25 and 34, the average heights came in at 5'10 for males and 5'4 for females. That is a big ass difference. That's yeah, five and a yeah. half inches. In the United States, it's five foot nine. That was a, uh, a wow. measure of sixty nine percent of the population between twenty eleven and twenty fourteen. Ah, I'm, su- I'm surprised. I Can you guys was, guess where the the tallest average males are? In the Netherlands. Yeah, some some Scandi country. It is the Dinaric Alps in the su- in southern and southeastern Europe, separating the Balkan Peninsula from the Adriatic Sea, wow. where. They average six foot one. Jesus. Uh, no, but honestly, you guys are right. Like Scandinavia's up there. But interestingly, lots of Eastern European countries, Bosnia and Herzegovina, Montenegro, Serbia, they have average heights. Yeah, of like you six know what? Foot, I, five, I've, seen, I've seen behind enemy lines. I can believe that. There you go. Sweden, Iceland, even the Netherlands. Five foot 11 in the Netherlands. Imagine how small you'd feel. What, what, about, what about Sweden? You know, for, for Joel Asp. Sweden, Sweden are up there. Sweden... Uh, have uh, five foot eleven and a half in two thousand. Five foot eleven and a half. Oh, it's tall, five foot eleven. So basically, average six, average six, six foot. foot. Yeah. Where's yeah. Where's Greece on that one? Uh, Greece. And Greece. Two. Hey, come on. Greece had a measured survey. This is back in two thousand and three, measuring fifty six percent of the population between the ages of eighteen and forty nine. The average was five foot nine and a half for men. That's, That's tall. No, it's not. 5'10 in the UK, 5'9. So it's about the same. Yeah. About average, Greece's average. But it's tall women in Greece, 5'5 five five being the average yeah. there. I would imagine that South, South Africa is quite tall as well. I go can on, look down for you as well. This, this has become hey. a, pub, a public interest podcast. In for a penny, this in for is... a pound. Wow, South Africa, that's kind of fascinating. This was, admittedly, this is one of the weaker <clears throat> surveys they've got. It's from 2003 and apparently only accounted for 3.6% of the male population. So huge oh, pinch wow, of salt. Okay. But the average at the time, Chris, was five foot six for men. Really? Although, do you know what? Do you know really? what? I'm gonna... that, that is a massive shock to me because that's got to be out of date to a certain extent, right? Yeah, but I guess three percent. I'm going to cry bullshit. You, you, you on, can't. On yeah, you this. can't. You can't make any distinction from three percent of a population, right? But even if you don't say the three percent, right? Jamie's like, oh, they asked forty six percent. Number one, I have never been asked any of these things. <laughs> um, Jamie, were you asked? No, I've never been asked. Yeah, because I've been to the hospital and had my height taken by a doctor and my weight. Yeah, but they can't then go get your medical file. So this is the other thing. We know from like Tinder when all the women are on there going um, uh, only guys over six foot. And then they always get guys who are under six foot because most people are not over six foot. Um, I reckon that this is the researchers speaking to people and going, so how tall are you? And the guy's like... Yeah, I'm like six three, and <laughs> he's like five foot nine. <laughs> I would take this with a massive yeah, pinch of salt. I guess so. maybe. I, I, maybe. I think I should make a competitor to Tinder for short people. Uh, Min, Minda. <laughs> Minda. <laughs> what, what's mini, the M's? Like mini, mini Tinder. Like minimum. Mini, minimum. Minimum. Or, or mini. 
only do only people under like three inches under average height are allowed. It, it, I'll be honest, Chris. It just sounds like you're trying to make and a under. midget dating app. Hey, can I tell you something? I am the same height as a uh, as a uh, uh, Napoleon crit- Bonaparte. <laughs> as as critical Napoleon Bonaparte was five foot seven apparently. That's a giant. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's probably above average for the time. No, I, I, I was reading something about it. Uh, or average. Stumbled upon it, not looking for it. But um, apparently... <laughs> oh, I need to feel good about myself. Apparently the whole thing about him being short, he was average for the time, but they used it almost as like a propaganda thing. It worked. Oh, right. We still no, but today. yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, oh, don't worry about him. He, he's just short. <laughs> right. Um, well, well, there you go. Should we talk about something hotter than Minda? Oh, yeah. I mean, we might as well. And there's nothing hotter than Minda. There is, mate, because... <laughs> shall, I, shall, I give, shall I drop you this one? Shall I do a little bit of... I, I, I'm liking this, dude. It's a, it's a collaborate, collaborative effort. Let's go. Um, just in case you didn't have enough news about uh, heat sinks and um, hot <laughs> consoles and things, here's a little oh, bit more for you. You're getting me because, hot, Jonesy. <laughs> thank you very much. <laughs> so obviously some hay has been made about the fact that the PlayStation 5 is a big old unit and the Xbox Series X is actually quite a tidy, small, nice little form factor. Tidy box. It's a decent... <laughs> It's a decent size. It's it's not a tiny box. A t- it's a decent sized box. A, a tidy small box. Just what, it might just what every small, man wants. Though. A tidy small box. But it might be too small, though, because apparently uh, a couple of people in the know have got their hands on the Series X, and they have said it is um, running very, very hot. Um, yeah. I'll give you a couple of little quotes. So from, uh, I don't know, so this Zhu video. Um, there you go. From this, so this is from PC Mag did a report on this and they got a couple of quotes. So Zhu Video said, the Series X is hot, like really hot. It doesn't make any noise, but damn, it's hot. <laughs> the console is emitting heat like crazy. It's almost like a fireplace shaft. <laughs> you can heat up your flat with it, which is... Um, I don't know. That, that sounds like me talking about um, the Crash Bandicoot remakes. Just, you know, put it, putting a bit of a hyperbole on it, you know, making it a bit spicy so you can sell some, some magazines. It could be. It absolutely could be. And then uh, another little quote the giant, from the Giant Beast cast. Um, they said, here's what's crazy about the Series X. Uh, this was just plugged in in standby mode behind me and you guys, and the entire thing is a little toasty. Um, and then they went on to explain and just say, like, well, it was not been doing any work and it's getting warm, very it, warm. Can I, can I jump in there at that point and say that uh, I'm uh, full, full transparency, as a, I'm a listener, of the Giant oh. Beast cast, I think, oh. as well documented. That's uh, the Giant Bombs East Coast podcast. Uh, the guy who said that was a guy called Jeff Bacalar, who works at CNET. He since had to do clarification tweets because this whole thing is blowing up and PlayStation fanboys are jumping all over it. <laughs> so his follow-up said, uh, to, as Josie said, he said it was toasty and, quote, that's exactly what it was. And this is all a quote. I've read stories that are using the Beast Cast segment to support claims the Series X has a quote heat problem, and I would disagree with making that assumption. Um, it was the, the, like, yeah. I was going to say the other the other uh, video that the other quote was taken from for that PC mag bit um, has been taken down now as well. Apparently, so yeah, I think this Microsoft is a classic thing, thing of like, like shut up. Well, like, I think no, I think this is a thing where people are getting access to an early development thingy of a oh, console. Oh yeah, totally, totally. Turning on, playing it, it's doing its thing. It's getting warm. Someone's tweeting that it's warm, and a PlayStation fan is going overheating problems, red ring of death all <laughs> over again. Am I right, guys? Like that. This is why you. It's, I, I, as much as the con, we're all trying to put a damper on the console war. It does still rage on, and each side will look for any opportunity to poke fun at the other. 
Yeah. That's true. Although I will say there is one of us here who is the first to say whenever we say, "Well, you know, it is a uh, it's a beta, so it's not the final version." Who often says, "Yeah, but it's a beta, so that means it's, it's uh, finished. It's okay, made. You're not going to change okay, it now." Fair and enough. JB just said, "No, nah, come on, guys. They've I, got I, access I, to I, early I, I, I actually agree with you, and I'm going to retract that previous statement. Although this isn't the <laughs> final retail version of the Xbox Series X, I'd be surprised if there were any differences in terms of the amount of heat generated between this model and the final retail product. I concede to that, Jonesy. You're right. Although, to, to in, in your defence, I will say, these are two instances that I found on uh, on PC Mag, and as you said, like the, the guys from Giant Beastcast have, have sort of clarified and said that they weren't saying it was really hot. And if there was only a couple of stories about it, then you could almost say that you'd expect more people to be talking about this who've got their hands on it if it was a real issue. I haven't, yeah. and I haven't seen many other people, yeah. many other quotes I, being. Well, I, I will say this though, like, okay, not on standby, but if you've been watching your your TV, because we've all, all got flat screens, right? Like, fucking, who doesn't have a flat screen these days? Put your my hand mom. on a flat screen after you've been watching that TV for two hours. I put my hand on my monitor, it, like, yeah, dude, like that, like, it's warm. like shit gets hot. Shit, shit, <laughs> shit, shit gets, gets really hot, hot, dude. Like, fucking hell. I can tell you right now. I'm going to tell you. Um, how hot my graphics are. Oh, here we go. I can, I can do it. Here we go. Here we go. How'd you, how'd you, oh, I'm not even going to ask. I'm just going to let you uh, do it. So, so like, so my GPU is currently running and I'm only using um, 10% of it apparently at the moment and it's running at 56 degrees, which is warm, which is warm. Yeah, 56, the other day, yeah, yeah. Full tilt, it was at 75, I think. Yeah, dude, like a, a Core i9 uh, processor can easily reach like 99 degrees. So I think it could just be that the way that they've constructed the like the heatsink and the fan and everything, because I think you know it could just be that yeah. you're getting yeah. more of that hot air. So, well, it's, got, know, it's got a heatsink, it's got a vapor chamber, it's got a massive fan on the top. Like, but I, I think Jamie's right. Like, chances are these are probably like um, pre-production units. No, you know? I, I I actually think that this is actually a little kind of a bonus feature that Microsoft have slipped in for fans, <laughs> and uh, they know they're launching a console at winter, and they thought the idea of a nice, warm, toasty console, you know. <laughs> Save people money on uh, on their heating bills and whatnot, <laughs> and they'll patch out in it with new a new piece of firmware when the summer rolls around. And actually, I've heard that the firmware they're planning for next summer will actually make it run at sub zero temperatures. Yeah. And actually, uh, it'd be an extremely cold console. I also heard there's so going to the be a aircon. Yeah, I also heard there's going to be a, a Valentine's Day BIOS update where it sucks you off. So yeah. Big time, yeah. Well, Very that's the reason. That's we talked about how big these heat sinks were. There's a reason you need all that space. Actually, there's no fucking space in that thing. Have you seen that being opened up? Yeah, fucking no. hell. Like, oh, not- it's, 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 it's cramped in there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but if, if you guys will indulge me, we'll go for uh, a, a final nerdy technical spec story before we get onto some like gaming stories, right? Because sure. someone has taken the uh, RTX 3090, okay? Well, like fucking one of the best cards on the market. And if you can get your hands on it, because fucking thanks, bots. Um but someone's taken that card. Now, that card has 24 gigabytes of uh, virtual memory, right? Or not virtual memory, like onboard memory. Someone has taken it through the use of various programs, and they have installed Crisis 3 directly onto the memory of the graphics card. Because it can fit. Because it can fit, so right? Because yeah. I think it's 24 gigabytes on the, on the 3090. And they run Crisis. They haven't just installed it. They've, they're running the game and the game runs practically flawlessly, all, like, confined on the mem- onboard memory of this fucking RTX 3090. It's insane. Crazy. That's crazy, man. 
But I mean, it's. I, do you know what? Yeah. I heard what you just said. I don't really get what you've just said. <laughs> I get. I get that you can install it on the memory on board on the the, the graphics card. But I'm like, I don't. What, okay, is so, that, so why does that matter? Installing it on the graphics card, running it off of the graphics card, and having the graphics card run the game and push the graphics and the resolution and the frame rate all on the graphics so card. So there's no, there's no CPU, CPU involved. Oh, I, I, it's I, all... I, I don't know. I'd, pre- I'd presume that the CPU is involved. But yeah, like in terms of memory and rendering all the stuff. Okay. It, I mean, whatever good, way yeah. you cut it, it sounds pretty... Like Crisis 3 is a bit of a hog. I know Crisis, yeah. like the original, is the one that gets a reputation. But they didn't, you know, trim much of the fat on those later games either. So... Yeah. Guys, I've got to check. Yeah. Okay, so the game runs at 4K at full settings at an even frame rate. Any well of an even frame rate? Does that mean an even number? Four frames I, I think, a second. It's an even I, number. I think manageable, right? Yeah, it runs at an odd frame rate, seven <laughs> frames a second. But yeah, no, that, so that, it, that's, that's cool. it's fucking impressive, dude. You, have you guys gotten any closer to knowing what your future is when it comes to those cards? I know we've all it's been discussed here and there over the months and weeks. But. I, 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 think, I, think, I think I'll be on a thirty eighty in yeah. the uh, thirty eighty yeah. future. I, yeah, I think I think they're cheap enough that thirty eighty is fucking achievable. But like even the the thirty seventy where they were like this beats a twenty eighty Ti, it's like fuck, dude. Like even if you got, I still don't know what they meant by beats. Like I still need to look into more about what that means because that seems like it's like a maybe a one or two metrics that they've pulled out and then they go it beats it and they're like, but what do you what do you mean well, it beats it? That's one of the things, isn't it? That Nvidia's kind of metrics and their way of phrasing that stuff are always a little bit. That's their interpretation. Yeah, yeah. Of certain you you data basically and, you never go off of what Nvidia says because they are obviously using very very defined. Exactly. Uh, benchmarking and blah blah blah. So really, you want to go to your, your like your tech users and reviewers and whatever. Yeah. But but even so, like fr- from what I've seen is if Nvidia and my experience with Nvidia is whenever Nvidia says X card beats Y card, it's usually right. Where they're wrong is by how much, right? So, yeah, so if there's right. a, like oh it's forty percent faster, it's like well it's probably not. It's probably twenty percent faster, but it. I don't think they've ever said that this card is faster than that card, and it's not. In my, yeah. you know what, if I use an analogy, in my mind, it's almost like they say, it's almost like saying, um, this transit van beats a Ferrari around the Nuremberg ring, to, and you're like, what do you, wh- how does that work? And you're like, because the transit van has to carry 20 people, and the Ferrari has to do 20 laps <laughs> with like two people every time. You're like, yeah. well, when the, you're kind of doing this in a weird way, and I always wonder if they're using some tricky manicky sort of like looking at a certain yeah. very certain situations and circumstances but actually because as an editor as well like so we play games on our pcs but we also do a lot of work and we need um we need a lot of space and a lot of oh uh, dude i i can give you a perfect example of that right um this is from tech tech reviewers on youtube they took a 3080 and a 3090 and they benchmarked them for games and i think it was like the the 3090 only came up like I don't know, not even 10% better in terms of frame rates, right? Right. But the difference is it's got 24 gigabytes of, of video memory, right? So to an editor, if you do editing benchmarks, the, the fucking difference is astronomical. Exactly, right, exactly, yeah. yeah. So it, it's, so all, it's all use case. To- but, but like I said, like one thing you can expect is if they say this card is better than that card, it is, right. like whether yeah, it's by 1% were- or whatever. But when you the, the fascinating thing about this this 3000 series of cards is their price point. It's even if it's 1% yeah. better, it's still half the price. 
which is insane. Yeah, yeah, it is insane. It's enough to make you think. Maybe <laughs> it is time to crack that beast open and uh, start fiddling around with the insides, if you know what I mean. I don't know what you mean. I'm talking about replacing graphic cards. Uh, on a, on a, I thought you were talking, talking about replacing Jonesy. I was like, he's right there, dude. No, Jonesy's, Jonesy can't be replaced. Look at him. <laughs> <laughs> I love oh, it. Dearie oh, dearie me. I love it. Yeah, I, um, I mean, I've, I've mentioned it before, but my my next uh, upgrade, I don't think I'll be getting another laptop. I think I'll be getting another uh, building wait. a PC, which I haven't done since probably about 2003. So that'll be yeah. that'll be really exciting. And in fact, exciting. that last build was on a on an AMD chip. So there we go. And AMD oh, just go. announced some new oh. chips. So you know, yeah, AMD. They my my future could be bright. Is all I'm saying. I, I wish I knew more about like the the finer print and the finer details when it comes to the the increasing rivalry between AMD and Nvidia. Because, like you said, there there has been all this stuff going on lately with the. The Ryzen five thousand chips and yeah, even and like, so, like I saw something like teasing and a, a new GPU and stuff like that. I wish I understood it all a little bit more, but I suppose having some competition in that scene where it feels like maybe there wasn't even like five years ago, there wasn't to this degree. Yeah, uh, can't be a bad thing, right? Oh no! At the end of the day, the consumer wins, right? Because right. Uh, AMD's have always uh, traditionally been a lot cheaper than than Intel in terms of CPUs. Um, yeah. GPUs, I don't know. I think I think I think Nvidia is still relatively unbeatable, yeah. especially now with their new price points. Uh, but but you, the, you know you never the know. The PlayStation Five is all AMD, right? Sorry, what's that? The, the PlayStation Five is all AMD, right? PlayStation and Xbox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, the only console that is Intel is the fucking Nintendo Switch, <laughs> <laughs> and that uses a Tegra chip of all things. But yeah, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know, like. I don't think you need to get into the integrity of it, uh, Jamie. Like it, it is fun if you're into that kind of thing, but yeah, ultimately the consumer is the the winner, right? Uh, AMD have tried very hard for a very long time to get up to Intel's game, and I think Intel have also, for their part, let themselves slip a bit. So the the golf yeah. kind of like there was a time when AMD was just flat out like trumping Intel. This was kind of pre core core i days. Um, Right, you know, AMD was the first chip maker to to break the one gigahertz barrier. I remember because I had that card, the Athlone. Thank you very much. Um, but yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's it's a fun time to be interested in in geeky tech shit. But you know what else is yeah. is a fun time? Ripping someone's face off with your teeth. <laughs> uh, it can be. I yeah, I I guess suppose so. Yeah, and that is in the running for the best segue ever to uh, grace this podcast because we're talking. <laughs> About Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate, obviously, and Melina coming as fresh DLC. And they're also talking about, you know, the, the MK11 Ultimate is that kind of like the core game plus that expansion thing. And what they've just promised is a free next-gen upgrade. And there's a new collector's series, collector's edition. So remember the collector's edition? We got sent the, the MK11 collector's edition and it had I Scorpion's remember. mask, like this big fucking thing. It's fucking amazing. Yeah, well, very cool. MK11's collector's edition has Sub-Zero's mask. So if you really wanted the set... Just spend a lot of money. You know what? That'd be a pretty good. Uh, they'd look pretty good side by side, is what I'd yeah, say. Yeah, it would be pretty fucking cool. Uh, but yeah, and Melina's not the only uh, character coming to Mortal Kombat 11, fellas. Oh no! Uh, who who else is coming, Chris? None other than John Rambo himself. 
dedicated thought, to this, dedicated to the Mujahideen fighters in Afghanistan <laughs> or whatever the fuck it was. <laughs> this is one. Don't you think Mortal Kombat is just going? It's because they've got RoboCop, they've got Terminator. Yeah. They're going to have Rambo Predators in it as, as well, right? I think um, I think in Mortal Kombat Nine it was Predator. Predator oh, okay. has been so in, Predator and Alien, like Alien and Predator have been in it before. I don't think they're yeah. in this one. It just, and the Spawn is obviously in this one. Um, it's like they're they're just going to end up getting rid of the original characters, and it's just going to be movie characters. It's just it's just no. Broforce. It's like three bro, D Broforce at this stage. Bro, three D Broforce. Yeah. First of all, there's nothing wrong with that. But secondly, I think this is always. Oh, like- I'm I'm excited, dude. Like I. I I love shit like this. I love all these crossovers, especially because, like, you talk about Rambo, you talk about Robocop, you talk about Terminator. That's my fucking childhood, dude. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool, man. Do I like to, it. I think do, it's do, cool. do you want to know, since, uh, uh, well, of course, they have, they had um, the, an entire game that was Mortal Kombat versus the DC Universe. Yeah. And, and now we know they do their Injustice thing. But since MK9, they've had, uh, in apparently in in Mortal Kombat and playable, Kratos, Freddy Krueger, Jason Voorhees, Predator, Alien, Leatherface, Spawn, the Terminator, Robocop, and now John Rambo. So they are weirdly building out this roster of iconic movie characters and horror characters. Do you think they could ever get to the point where they're just like, actually, we've done these characters, we've done the balancing, we can just make a classic movie character fighting game? Yeah, I think like, they do with Injustice, dude. Why not? Yeah, that's I wonder what I if think. that's if that's what's next for for Netheron. That would actually that be, would be cool. That would be so sick, dude. Like, who would you want to see if you could pick one that you haven't seen yet? Who would it be? Ooh. Um, Snake Plissken. Snake Plissken's a good one. Oh, that'd be a good one. Yeah, um, that could be fun. Macaulay, Col- Macaulay Culkin from Home Alone for me. Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> Macaulay Culkin. Just set traps all over the stage, and you know. I think I'd go Ellen Ripley. I want to see her with a flamethrower and. A- oh yeah, Ripley would be yeah. especially that fucking like that, that mech loader thing. Yes, you also, yeah, you also get into weird situations where if there's multiple characters that were played by the same actor in real life, do they become costumes or alternates, <laughs> or do they be- ah, yeah. do you get them in their own right? Like, do you get like do you get the Terminator? But can, like, can, how do you also get Arnie's character from from Predator in there? Oh uh, yeah, like that. that'd be cool. Well, what about what about Venkman from from Ghostbusters? <laughs> that'd yeah, be that'd cool. Be, yeah. That'd be so cool, well, dude. Um, uh, Ivan Drago. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They Ro- should do this. Rambo they, they versus should, Rocky. They should do. Yeah, Rambo exactly. They should Rocky. do a like just a an eighties like an eighties inspired fighter, right? Like all fucking use a VHS aesthetic, and and I would be so I'd be so down for that. That would be so cool. That would be weird. Yeah. That would be very cool. Yeah, I guess that's why I'm not bummed out, or like I I don't know how the hardcore MK fans feel about this stuff, but things like a, a little John Rambo appearance in MK11 kind of put a smile on my face at least temporarily. And I probably won't boot that game up again or reinstall it to see how it plays. But when they release the trailer that has his gameplay breakdown and his fatality, I'm going to enjoy that because I think they did a fun, they did a fun job with the uh, the other characters. In fact, just yesterday I was I remind, remember, remembered that I didn't know what RoboCop's fatalities were, so I just looked them up and oh, like, yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, cool. of course he shoots someone's dick off. Yeah, like yeah, that's. <laughs> I was tempted to reinstall it. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Why recently. would? Yeah. Why not? You. Yeah. I feel like you. You're, you're a more of a fighting game guy than than. I, I, I think I, I used to. I used to be, but I really went off the boil like a few years ago, and I haven't really gone back. But can I tell, can I I tell like you I why, dudes? Because it's the same with me and, and Soul Calibur. Like I fucking, it, it, it's actually in this cupboard over here, just sitting there. Because I don't have anyone to play it with. I'm not going to play it online because you lose. That's true. You lose the charm of it. You need your your friends around. Like when we're when we're doing ATG, there'd be times we'd just be like. 
do you guys want to hang out after work and just go down into the ATG sex dungeon and 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 play some <laughs> play some fighting games? We'd be like, yeah, we could order some pizza. That'd be cool. And like that, that's that's what those games that's are true. to me, at least. You know, I tried yeah. to play with my wife. I was like, come play Mortal Kombat, and she played one game, and then and I beat the crap out of her, and she was like, I don't want to play this anymore. Yeah. <laughs> she well, just went off. Jersey, do you remember the last time I played, and I'm guessing you played Mortal Kombat? Uh, it was probably the event that we went to. Yeah, we, it was, we went to Warner Brothers offices to play oh, Mortal that. Kombat. Was that uh, the Spawn? When, Spawn when, yeah, when Spawn got added, which wasn't yeah. which wasn't really an event. It was just me and Jonesy sat in an office playing <laughs> Mortal Kombat 11 with a guy sat in the back of the room at, at a table, not really like watching us, but like waiting till our session was over. And I've got to be honest, I I don't know if this is me being too harsh or or what it was, but having to sit there for like 45 minutes or whatever it was and just play Jonesy at Mortal Kombat over and over and over again, where each time one of us kind of had to be spawned because that was the whole point we were there. I was like... Well, really. Yeah, it, it did get a little bit uh, dull, didn't it? Yeah. Oh. oh, guys, I don't know. It's cool. I like it when games add new shit, right? And uh, another game that's adding some shit is Watch Dogs Legion. So we already know that... Um, you know, at that uh, Ubisoft Forward event, they showed off that Aiden Pierce is uh, joining the game at some point, and that yeah. uh, Stormzy is in the game as well. So, you know, <laughs> that's a, an interesting choice. But maybe more interesting to Jamie than to you, Jonesy, or myself, is Wrench from Watch Dogs 2 is coming Indeed. to Watch Dogs Legion. What do, you, <sighs> what do you think about that, big boy? I mean... This is kind of one of those things, it's funny because we've just gone from talking about guest characters that we kind of like to now guest characters that were like, really? And well, first of all, Aiden Pierce, fuck off. Well, th- this is the thing. I he like was fine, man. No, don't, fine. don't be, you're a part of the problem when you say stuff like that. <laughs> Look, I, I, I like Wrench more than I liked Aiden Pierce. I think Aiden Pierce was a really flat, boring protagonist and in many ways was emblematic of everything that was wrong with that first watchdog he game. had been through a lot all right he was oh, having a hard what a time what a and you- jamie hold on do, do a mental exercise with me okay look at look at the camera like our, our setup okay look yeah. at alex jones jonesy yeah. just do this pull your pull your hat down take your glasses off <laughs> wait hang on a second chris is that is that Aiden Pierce? That is Aiden Pierce. You're right. Yeah. Oh my god, I knew it. it <laughs> so no wonder, yeah. no wonder Jonesy sympathises with the with the Pierce. He's even got Aiden Pierce's iconic hat. <laughs> I, all you're, really all like you're missing is to hold a phone like one foot in front that, of your face to turn. That's how I always hold my phone. Yeah, but you got to do. Like, no, no, walk around like this. I, I, what I'll say, I know some people really like Aiden Pierce, and la- that's fine. I just think that the first Watch Dogs game hadn't discovered its own personality yet. Yeah. And I think they're still kind of exploring that territory now with Legion to a certain extent. But certainly 2 was much more in the realm of what I wanted from an open world hacking, like, you know, action game, action adventure game than the first one was. And Aiden Pierce was part of that problem. I thought he was boring. I thought he was flat. I thought he was mopey. I thought he was, you know, it wasn't a fun guy to be around. But I've also got to be consistent in that I don't necessarily need or want any of these characters to suddenly appear in London in the future. I don't know how they're going to do it. I don't know why they're going to do it. I know that they've got an opportunity with this whole, hey, you can recruit anyone to your gang setup to throw other characters in there. But And don't get me wrong, I don't care about the Watchdogs lore enough to have a 
feasible reason that Aiden Pierce appears in London after all these years. Yeah. But it's just a little bit like it's pandering. And it's but it's it's pandering using characters that no one even cares about that much. <clears throat> There's some people, some people in our Discord would dis- disagree about Wrench. Like though. no, Wrench is a cool character. Wrench was one of the things that people like di- really disregarded about Watch Dogs Two. They looked at him, they looked at that mask, said he looks lame, he looks cringe. They watched the trailers, they hated it, <clears throat> and he was a far more real, fleshed out, interesting yeah. character. I put my hand up and that, say I was uh, in that camp. There you go. Like like Aiden Pierce has nothing on Wrench in terms of like complexity and in terms of the depth of the character. It doesn't mean I want to switch over from controlling an old lady to switch over to controlling him <laughs> in a story that for all intents and purposes will have nothing to do with him. Yeah. But that's also Could, part of the problem with Watch Dogs Legion is a story has nothing to do with anyone because you can right. play as anyone the whole time. I don't know. I'm going to Could you get them killed? Could you get Wrench Raid and Pierce killed by being them and then just like jumping think off the bridge and then dying? There's, and there's an option, right? You can you can have yeah. permadeath on or off. But I, I wonder how they would treat Aiden Pierce That's and Wrench <laughs> when it comes to that. Because like <laughs> yeah, they wouldn't wonder oh yeah, Aiden Pierce is dead. Actually, yeah, I've got a I've got to issue a statement here. I want to retract everything I've just said. If you can kill Aiden Pierce <laughs> permanently in Watch Dogs Legion, I'm all for it. There'd just be loads of videos of people just killing Aiden Pierce in all different ways and then just being an old lady again and being like, fuck you, Aiden. Can, can, can I can I pull can I can I be an be Usher for a second and give you my confession? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, go for it. Or should I say yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I think Watchdog Legion is gonna be shit. It it just I, I I was kind of like I've never been a big Watchdogs fan, okay? But I was kind of like on board with what they were trying to do with Legion. But the more I think of it, the more I think it's just going to be a bit meh. Maybe not shit. Shit's a bit strong. I've got to be careful of, of this hyperbole, right? And, and my fucking... Cash grab. Cash <laughs> grab. Useless cash yeah, grab. Yeah, useless cash grab. I don't know. I just think it's going to be... Because it's quite obviously a bit of an experiment of a game, and I think it might just be an experiment that is maybe an experiment too far. It's just the overwhelming feeling that I'm getting, the more I see of that game, it's just like... What is this? Can I can I stick it? I I put a, a little question out there. Do you reckon they said Aiden Pierce was not liked like by most people? Um, then you had the second game, and it was his name Wrench was like not liked by a lot of people, but like by some, I think more than Aiden Pierce. But they were like, "What are we gonna do for the third one?" And like, let's have no character. <laughs> so their idea is just to have none. Yeah, maybe. I mean, maybe. But then I think that kind of sucks because I think, as I said. The weird twist in the tale of Watch Dogs 2 was those characters were a lot better than people thought they'd be yeah. based on that promotional material. Yeah. Hey, uh, hey look, weren't... you know what? Watch Dogs Legion proved me wrong. I mean, for some reason, I've 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 always kind of I... backed Ubisoft. Like, oh right, okay. I've always kind of been like, they just feel like perpetual underdogs in a way, even though they're like fucking one of the biggest AAA fucking studios in the world. Yeah. But and that they're also kind of scumbags right yeah, now. Yeah, at the same time. But <laughs> for some reason, I just want them to succeed. So, you know, like fucking pull it out the bag for sure. But I, I just, I, I, I have I'm a bad ready. feeling. I have a bad feeling. I'm ready for another Ubisoft open world game. I feel like I haven't had one mm. for a while. Have you heard of Immortals Phoenix it. Rising? I was going to say, I'm going to throw it out there now, and I don't know how this is going to go down and how this is going to age, but I think there's a version of our future wherein Immortals Phoenix Rising becomes the open-world Ubisoft game to play this winter. Oh, yeah, totally. Got to throw that out there now. I think so. It, pe- pe- Mark this date. People want Breath of the Wild-style stuff. Just look at Genshin Impact, so, you know. 
Look at Genshin. I don't. Even, yeah, even I kind of want to play that Genshin thing. I'll play it with you, If Jamie. I had the time. We can I don't know if, if there's can, any. I don't know if there's any multiplayer. There's a co-op, from what I understand. But there's I think a co-op. You to, Maybe I, think I, to, I think you have to unlock it or some shit like that. Oh uh, well, it's. I mean, it's all free to play, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know. I've still. I still. I'm sitting on about four games right now, and uh, oh, I've got to get a move yeah. on. I'm, I'm just trying to focus on on finishing Mafia, which I can do. That's fine. Um, yep. Obviously, I've got uh, Super Mario Galaxy on the go for my streams, um, and then because I never finished uh, Jedi Fallen Order. And I've got it sitting really? there on, on my on my PlayStation. I want to I want to finish that up. Um, That's one that you could get done, like you know, it's, it's linear and and you could just kind of yeah smash through it. Yeah, especially because like from the ATG stream days, like I know what to do for the first say four hours. You know, like I yeah. can breeze through that. Um, but then another one is uh, Ghost of Tsushima because we want to do right. that uh, Legends update and want to potentially stream it on one of our streams so yeah got to get into that got to get used to the how that game works yeah even i might have to dip my toe back into the water on that one because there's some elements of the combat the timing especially that i probably want to get down before we do any streaming (laughs) of it because otherwise it could be a shit show yeah ah boys well there we go i mean there's there's only one last thing we can talk about and that is that uh capcom is rebooting the resident evil movie and adding a few couple of uh, series so a new animated show on netflix and a stranger things like live action show uh, that's got to do with like wesker's offspring or some shit like i don't fucking whatever they're smoking you know what i'm down yeah, this was a this was a weird one because uh, I think, as a lot of people know, there's a bunch of stuff going on with Resident Evil adaptations at the moment. I think the news this week, like you said, Chris, was that it looks like Capcom are working with, ironically, the same company <clears throat> who were involved in the big Resident Evil series we've already had. Yeah. Um, on rebooting essentially that main movie series, but it seems like this time staying closer to the roots of the actual game. Yeah. So an actual like a game set in raccoon city in 1998 and they've already announced a cast and they've cast you know wesker and and claire and chris and leon and sort of all the people you'd expect to see the thing that's really caught my eye though and this is what you hinted at is that there are two other projects on the go both at netflix one of them is described as a stranger things like live action series focused on wesker's young offspring literally what i just said but yeah thanks for reiterating well, I, I'm just, <laughs> that sounds like a car. That sounds like a ripoff, though. When the Stranger Things, Liz, Wesker's, I'm thinking kids and kind of weird goings on and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm but like, dude, that little bit? Wesker's offspring as well. Li- but like, also to say, like his offspring. Like, listen to this. A weird way to phrase listen it. To, listen to this. Ah, because they're not all kids. Mm. When when the Wesker kids move to a new Raccoon City, the secrets they uncover might just be the end of everything. Resident Evil, trash. a live-action series based on Capcom's legendary horror franchise, is coming to Netflix. Do you think it's? Just- where do you guys? Where do you guys come down on the, um, the original series or Resident Evil sort of like franchise went? Because the the movie series, I mean, I I did not really get on board with that. Uh, I've, I've seen none of the burst. The second one, I think. I'll tell you, yeah, I, I'm I'm with you, Jamie. I didn't see anything beyond the second one. Second one, I did not like. But here's my Usher confession: I really liked the first one. Really. Okay. Yeah, I thought well, it was cool. I thought it was fun. Yeah, Did, haven't we said before that it's actually the largest entertainment franchise by like how much money it's made? Well, no, because that's great. Probably like gaming crossover thing. So like well, gaming, TV, video crossover. I'm pretty sure it's the largest. Yeah, I, th- I think sort- in terms of like an adapted work for film, then for sure. 
It's kind of mad, which is mad. They have grossed over $1.2 billion worldwide, and it's wow. the highest grossing film series based on a video game. Yeah. Right, yeah, which is, there you go. <laughs> People like it. No wonder they're doing more of it. Man. Yeah, I, I guess, I, I, I don't know how I feel about video game adaptations at this point, because it feels like every year we have the same conversations, right? There's another project. This time they're like going to do it right. Yeah. Right, exactly. I still remember the one that like, I really thought, for whatever reason, I think based on the talent involved, that was going to be different Doom. was fucking Assassin's Creed. Oh, I think you're going to say Doom. No, not Doom. Like, Doom is a weird one where you go back and, like, that's from the era of video game adaptations where they didn't care about the video game at all and they weren't even trying to appease the fans. They just wanted to use that license and those ideas and end up making an occasionally fun movie. They almost got into this weird territory recently where they're actually, they do quote-unquote care about the games and they're trying to communicate with the fans and the quote-unquote gamers and yet still fuck it up. Like the Assassin's Creed thing, they were out there on stage at Ubisoft's E3 showing and like yeah. debuting trailers there and were trying to get all this authenticity stuff and using the same concepts and terminology and in something as simple as the Animus, they fucked it up. Yeah, or, or they or they go kind mm-hmm. of the opposite direction, which I, I guess was the the influence or, or, or the example of Warcraft, right? Which is a film that I really enjoyed even to this day. But I think maybe what they try to do is go too much for the fans right yeah because right. that, that dude is it duncan jones he's yeah. like a big he's yeah. one of those guys and they say yeah so yeah. i don't know it, i quite liked but i thought prince of persia was pretty good as a as a game film it was all right yeah crossover. it was all right it was true i think it was quite true to the games and it was a, like it was a fine sort of entertaining yeah. film um apparently that uh the tomb raider that came out a couple of years ago wasn't disastrous either i never saw I it liked that. I, I thought that was good Apparently it wasn't the Much worst. better than the Angelina Jolie ones. Yeah, they're, they're making yeah. another one with, with Alicia Vikander as well, aren't they? Do you want to know all the uh, announced video game films that uh, have uh, yet to be oh, uh, released? God. Okay, yeah, let's, let's hear it. And, and let, let's say if we, if we think that they'll be good or not, all right? Okay, Borderlands. I think that could work. Good. Yeah, I think that could uh, work. That's, uh, Eli Roth is apparently directing that one for Lionsgate. As a TV, as like a Netflix show, that would be wicked, I think. These are all films, uh, as far as I'm aware. Okay, we can do television as well, but these are all films. Sure, what's next? Uh, Crossfire, which I think is that oh, yeah. massive Korean uh, first-man shooter. Sony have the rights to that. Dude, I just want Obviously, to play that fucking campaign. I mean, uh, me, me too. I think the trailer for that looked really fucking cool, to be yeah. honest. Give, give, um, give me some Remedy first-person What's it called? Crossfire sure. X, that version? Crossfire X, yeah. There you go. Yeah, anything with remedy uh, with remedy on it is a big deal. Uh, next up, there's an untitled Detective Pikachu sequel. That was obvious. Uh, Blumhouse Productions, those horror guys, have yeah. the rights to Five Nights at Freddy's. Universal sure. have the rights to Gears of War and Just Cause. Um, Just Screen Cause. G- yeah, Just Cause. I don't really. Those are weird adaptations. Yeah, but that I, was think, a- I, think I, I can imagine the Just Cause movie being like the Just Cause games, where where it's obviously. But where the Just Cause games are like, if you want Just Cause, nothing else will suffice. But it's also right. not necessarily good. Yeah, it'll be like Crank in South America. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That, that, yeah. that sounds wicked, though. Could could be fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I want another Crank film now. Uh, <laughs> Just Cause was announced back in July, and that's being directed by Mike Douse, apparently. Um, Screen Gems back in 2019 won a deal to turn Ubisoft video game Just Dance into a movie. Huh? Oh, brilliant. Oh, it's going to yep. be like fucking Step Up to step the Streets up. or some shit. Must okay. be. 
Fine. There's of course the long gestated Metal Gear Solid film that's uh, over at Columbia Pictures. I think we. we I, I reckon that could be that could be pretty fucking good with with uh, Vogt Roberts at, at the at yes the Jordan Vogt Roberts. Yeah, I, I, think, I yeah. think that could be one that will be incredible or absolute trash, and I've got no way of knowing which direction. Yeah, but go. that's Metal Gear Solid story in a nutshell, right? Jamie may disagree with me, but I think a lot of people kind of find it either they absolutely fucking love it or they hate it. It's the marmite of fucking game stories, right? Well, yeah. no, sure, but I'm talking about the the original Metal Gear Solid, Solid game. I think is is widely regarded as incredible, um, but I don't think a film. I don't know if the film is based off the whole thing. I, I no, don't. No, I know think how the go, film but... is only on Metal Gear Solid one, from what I understand. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So then I I think the film is incredible. Will the game be? Well, sorry, will the game is incredible. Will the film be incredible? Like I I think it could. It's be hard trash. though, dude, because you, you're distilling. Like, let's take Mafia Remake as an example. Let's say you could make a really good fucking mafia movie from that story but then again you're taking a 12 hour gaming campaign yeah. and okay half of it is is gameplay but the other half is fucking exposition and you're distilling it into like a two to three hour movie like it's i think joy you know i think you could quite easily make mafia the game into mafia the movie and it'll be a cool movie i don't and i don't think you'd have to lose that much story either yeah but just you yeah. Could do it. just be good fellas <laughs> yeah, well, yeah basically you wouldn't yeah wouldn't it? yeah, yeah. Um, I'll quickly rattle off the rest. By the way, these are just ones that kind of haven't gone into production yet. Yeah. So Peter Solet uh, signed on to direct a Minecraft movie back in 2019. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Greg Russo uh, agreed to write a Space Invaders movie also back in 2019. Mental. F. Gar- F. Gary Gray as it was announced to be developing a Saints Row movie back in 2019. <laughs> Columbia Pict- And Columbia Pictures are working on a Watch Dogs film and also Sega are developing a live-action adaptation of Yakuza. And then the final ones, so these cool. are ones that... could that, be sick. That could be absolutely wicked. But then these are the ones that are real and are, like, filming right now and will be out soon-ish. Untitled Resident Evil film, which we just discussed, Mortal Kombat, Tomb Raider 2, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, Monster Hunter, yeah. which I think has had a trailer very recently or something like that. Yeah, yeah and with the trailer uh, joke with Mila Jovovich again. Yeah. Thanks, and, uh, thanks, the, and the Tom Holland Uncharted. And... You're forgetting the uh, Super Mario Brothers. Wikipedia is uh, forgetting it, uh, yeah. but yes, you're right. There's absolutely an animated Super Mario Bros. Yeah. film coming out in the next and, few years. And uh, even though nothing has been oh. said, what? Sorry, they, they separate out animated. And yes, uh, okay. there is yeah, 2022 untitled Mario right. film. And then, of course, the the big news at the time, but it hasn't been spoken about since. Do you remember fucking J.J. Abrams? And Gabe Newell went out, had his fucking press conference talking about games and movies and stuff. And at the end of it, they said, yeah, so we're going to make a Half-Life movie and we're going to make a Portal movie. And then no one yeah. ever heard about that ever again. I, I don't know what the deal with that is. <laughs> that sounds like just something to say, though. Like, at some point in the future, we will do this. Like, Yeah, but it's like the, the whole fucking Half-Life 3 fucking effect, right? Slap yeah. Half-Life on it and it's never come out. Exactly. Except for Half-Life Alex, which I still have to finish. Fucking hell. I've got so much on it. Did, did you even play Half-Life Alex? When yeah. Did, I th- with what headset? Yeah, I played, I played it, yeah. Oh, you've got the Oculus Rift, yeah, don't the Rift. you? Dude, and I want, the, I want the Quest 2. The Quest 2 looks so fucking sick. Yeah. Uh, by, by the way, apparently, as notes going down as TV films, I don't know what that means, but there's also an untitled Dragon's Lair film, untitled Tom Clancy's The Division film, with Jessica Chastain and Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, yeah, yeah. Untitled Carmen Sandiego film with Gina Rodriguez and The Witcher Nightmare of the Wolf, 
which I think is a oh, the spin the... spin off anime film yeah. from the series. Right. Yeah. Man. And I th- anyway, and I think I read that the Witcher th- uh, Richard, Witcher has been renewed for a third season. I could believe that. Yeah. I could believe that. Yeah. This oh. doesn't have TV for some reason, so. Yeah. I'm looking bad the, Wikipedia. Watchdogs, you're saying like Watchdogs have said they're going to make that could be a decent movie because the way that you could take those elements and you could put them into a film. If you think of films like Enemy of the State or um, what's that like '90s film like The Net and so you know oh, it's the all like Net a cloak and Bullet. And, yeah, that's the one. <laughs> you know what I always <laughs> those sorts of films they work. They kind of work, right? Jonesy, because you you've got these you've got this like obscure encyclopedic knowledge of like shitty 90s films all right <laughs> what do you think i did in the 90s what shitty films didn't we all do you remember the name of the program that sandra bullock clicked on uh in order to activate her whole thing into the net name of the program uh, i'll never forget it dude no i've got no idea mozart's ghost oh now nah, yeah <laughs> that yeah, rings a bell <laughs> But those sorts of people like those sorts of spy, hackery, cloak and daggery kind of yeah. films. You could make a cool film like that. Yeah, yeah I- so a lot of the others, I'm like, mm. it depends how far they they say. Like with the Uncharted film, is it going to be an Indiana Jones? Is it going to be a National Treasure? Or is it going to be some horrible hybrid where they've tried to keep elements of the games and it kind of doesn't really work? Yeah, yeah. And it's a bit weird. I think that's a prime candidate for take the character of Nathan Drake, take the character of Sully, and any other characters they want to involve, and just. Give them a great swashbuckling, darn yes. tootin' adventure. Yeah, but they've already, and, but they've already gone a bit off the rails, though, haven't they? Because well, yeah, because is it, are you going to talk, talk about Marky Mark? Yeah, but yeah, okay, Marky Mark, okay, as Sully, and then the, he doesn't even want to wear a, a moustache. Yeah, he's, he's refusing to have a moustache. Right, we're going to have a moustacheless. How Marky. is it his decision? <laughs> Well, because how is it his because decision? Because when you're Mark Wahlberg, yeah, you, yeah, you could just say, no, because I'm not having Because you're as bad at acting as Mark Wahlberg. that Vietnamese man. If you're as bad at acting... Wow. If you, if you can't act like Marky, like Marky Mark, then you get to do whatever you want in a... Like, hire someone who's got a moustache or who wants to do the role and wear yeah. one. But, 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 then on, but then on the other side, they've got Tom Holland so as, as Nathan Drake. Yeah, but young Which, Nathan, like, young you, you, Nathan Drake. You can do it? young Nathan Drake. Part of Uncharted Three focused on young Nathan Drake, and that stuff wasn't disastrously yeah. bad. But like, it is. It, it's a bit of a shame. It's a bit of a shame. But, but do you know what I mean? Do you like, know a cool movie they should emulate? Not emulate, but that that falls in that genre that they could do. Like Sahara with Matthew McConaughey it was a quality. I really liked Sahara. World romping movie that I yeah. really yeah. liked. I really liked Sahara, and, that, and that's why. It, it. And, and, cool, cool and that's why like Uncharted makes sense. And when you go back to met something like Metal Gear Solid, let's say it was an adaptation of Metal Gear Solid as a game, yeah. you you probably can't have all those characters in it. You probably can't have all those yeah, certainly sure. antagonistic characters in it. So then you get into the weird nitty gritty of like, oh, that sucks. Like uh, they, they didn't put Psychomantis in it or they didn't put, uh, or, you know, take your pick. They didn't put Vulcan Raven in it because there wasn't enough room. But there's no equivalent to that in Uncharted. No one's sitting around going like, no one even remembers the bad guy of Uncharted 1 or Uncharted 2. They're just, they're all like gassed up Russian blokes or you're probably too busy at the time being distracted by the fact that it becomes a horror game and weird monsters start coming out of the walls. Like, yeah. Where did the yetis come from? Yeah, why are you know, there you know, blue giants running a jump? You know what around? pisses me off most about like video game adaptations is that people, uh, like like the, the, the production companies or the directors or whoever it is or the script writers, it's almost like they're trying to take something and make it smarter than it is. Do you know what I mean? Right. 
it, yeah. it, it's like they're always just do it. They're, yeah, they're trying to like elevate it and like, oh no, you know, we're adapting it, we're doing this, and like, okay, yeah, you have to adapt it because it's one and a half to three hours that you've got to kind of fill out, right? But at the same time, there've been there've been things where it's like, oh, here's this project, we're we're making this movie from this game, and it's like, this could be a, a, a you could fucking knock this out of the park. Just give people what they want. Yeah, like the one that really annoys me is is, is Hitman, right? Because <laughs> which Hitman, one? Don't get me. Well, exactly. That's the thing. They've done it twice and they fucked it up both times in different ways. And they in both times, like you said, it's almost like they're trying to be too smart. Yeah. And they're changing shit that didn't need to be changed. Like they're changing like Agent Forty Seven's origin story yeah. or where, where he came from and what. And it's like you don't need to change that stuff. Yeah. Not only was that stuff just fine but that's the stuff we know and the stuff we like but also make a fucking make a serviceable action film that can set up its own two let stand on its own two legs around that stuff and they failed on both occasions so it's like are we getting the wrong filmmakers or uh, are they not getting big enough budgets like <laughs> yeah. why can the fast and the furious films be fun action films regardless of all the other nonsense going on around them but you can't make a good action film about a hitman it's no, like the you, most, you can't make a the good most need for speed game can't make yeah, a good need for speed game, right? Exactly. Yeah. In a world in which Fast and the Furious have bridged that gap between you know driving fast and action sequences <laughs> to the joy of everyone and the fucking planet by the sounds of things. Yeah. Why can't they just do the same? I the thing know. for me, the thing that really made me know, like Hitman, the movie was going to be horrendous. Was the first time we see is it Timothy Oliphant? Is, is that he yeah. was the, he was the f- first one? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and and it's like he looks awful bald with no hair as Agent 47. Like, it was always going to fail and you can't even get an actor that looks like they fit in that oh, world. Oh, dude, yeah, they, that, they, that's a big they, issue. They, well. they did a worse job casting the second one. Yeah. Who they was the second a, guy? A guy called Rupert Friend. Yeah. Don't even know who that is. He, he was just... Yeah. He, he just seemed like a skinnier version than well, and, and of, like, of Timothy Well, and the, the, the annoying thing was, he's not even bald. Like, you look at pictures of Hitman Agent 47, that's what that film was called. He's like a buzz cut. Yeah. He's not bald. It's yeah, not like he's got right. no hair. Like, Agent 47 has no hair. I don't know. But they, it's, it's strange as well that you what you want them to do is kind of look at the game and then take the elements that work as a film and then maybe look at films that do that right and then try and incorporate some of those elements. But for me, what no, it but yeah, you see, because that, that's getting that's getting smarter than they should be, right? Not not smarter. I mean, like, but just like as in know what works in film. So you kind of so for example, the the cloning stuff out of the original Hitman. Don't say you don't want to go and rip off the cloning from something like um, Judge Dredd because it's going to look stupid. Yeah. It's already done an action film. Having weird clones popping out of, you know, clone <laughs> bays is strange. Don't copy that. But you can roll in like some clone kind of, oh shit, the clones kind of yeah, thing into see, a movie. This is that where, works this is where I think away. they go wrong though, Jonesy. It's like you're making a video game movie and, and you're making it because there's an, a, a pre built audience, right? So just. Sure. Okay, so you take that as your framework, and what they always do is they say, okay, so we're going to make this movie for anyone. Anyone can enjoy it. You don't have to fucking do that, because what you're doing is you're alienating that pre-built-in audience. All you have to do is make a video game movie for the people that like the video game. And you just focus on that, and you'll have a good movie, potentially. I mean, right. there's a, you, I, a thousand I do wonder, other though, factors. One of, the, yeah. one of the problems they have is making a film, right, and making a game. In a film, you have that internal conflict that the protagonist is going to have these issues, they're going to change who they are fundamentally, and they're going to come out the other end different. And that's what a film is built on in a lot of respects. Yeah. And then you have the plot. Games always have to do the opposite, because you have to have 
the character that everyone knows and loves is the character everyone knows and loves and they just get put into weird situations but that kind of doesn't work as a film so I wonder if it's almost fundamentally the two things don't really connect yeah, maybe. in that sort of sense uh, well that's probably the reason why we have yet to have a, a world beating uh, video game movie right there's got to be one right there's got to be a, a list I, I, well you look at the yeah. ones that are actually like relatively universally praised and you're looking at Detective Pikachu and you're looking at fucking Sonic the Hedgehog. And do you know why? Because they've taken kids' games and they're making them for kids. The original Mortal Kombat. Dude, I have a big soft spot for the original Mortal Kombat. I, I have a soft spot. I wouldn't say it's a good film. Do you want to know the uh, highest rated live action Hollywood theatrical released video game adaptation movie Let's hear it. thing? Uh, by Metacritic, it is Mortal Kombat, followed by Detective Pikachu and then Prince of Persia. By Rotten Tomatoes, it is Detective Pikachu, followed by Sonic, then Tomb Raider, then, one that we don't discuss that much, Rampage, the 2018 Rampage with Dwayne, Dwayne oh, the Rock Johnson. Right. That, like, I think people almost didn't even know wasn't technically oh, an adaptation of yeah. the video yeah, game yeah, Rampage. Yeah, the game, yeah. I, do you know what? I haven't seen that movie. No, I played I mean, the game know. back in the day, but I haven't seen the yeah, movie. Yeah, because the trailer looks like Johnson's absolute trash. Rampage. Hey, we got 51% of Rotten Tomatoes. Um, <laughs> Okay, yeah. Oh, oh dude, no, I have the, seen the movie. I have seen the movie. Is that the one where they end up on top of the building and the gorilla's like... Let me ask you this, Jonesy. Have you watched a Dwayne The Rock Johnson film in, say, let's say, the last five years where he's running around with a giant fucking ape? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like a gigantic <laughs> ape. But isn't it the weird story that it's, it's actually like... That he's Were there the other giant animals one? like the video yeah, game Rampage? A big Oh, wolf, almost like ape. the video game Rampage. That film is so bad that I've blocked it out. <laughs> and that is on the list as one of the best. Hey, 51%, can't go wrong. That is, yes, you can. That film is Oh, well, hey, Chris, how about we, do you want to know where, where Warcraft sits? I mean, <laughs> sure. 28%. Oh, this is on oh. what? On Rotten? Rotten Tomatoes, 32 out of 100 on Metacritic. One of the worst. Do you know what I'm going to put out there? If I like someone it, dude. Hasn't I've watched it three times. Seen, seen it three times twice wow. in the cinema if someone, if someone has not if someone hasn't played or seen a little and you want a little combo and this works the other way around to be fair play um uh butcher bay oh yeah watch um what's it called pitch black pitch bay. and you will do yourself a massive favor because that is an awesome game and a great movie yeah and have a brilliant time that's a decent yeah one. true vin diesel used to know how to do it because he that's the <laughs> weird that's always been his shtick right he always he cared about video games and he oversaw but and now yeah. that recent Fast and Furious Crossroads thing Ooh, seemed like the biggest train, train wreck, wreck of the yeah. year. Well, there Yikes. you go. Do you know what? Bring back DOA Dead or Alive. That's all I'm going to say. That was a good movie. You know why? Because they understood all you have to do is have hot bitches beating the shit out of each other and that's your movie. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, that's your movie. Give Holly, give Holly Valance another Hollywood film. That's all I want. Hell yeah. All right, guys. Starring role. You know what? Before we where get... is where is Holly Valance? That's what I want to know. I don't know. Where, where is, is Holly Valance? She's married with two kids. I can tell you that much. Love and marriage. That's what it does. All right, fellas. Before we uh, get, you know, I'm starting to smell the two hours, and I want to get out of here before then. All right. So. Uh... Oh my god. Oh, what? What have you done? I'm just thinking, like, this must be the, one of the most depressing things in the world for someone who was actually almost a household name at some point. Yeah. Oliver Lance's Wikipedia, you go through her career, 1999 to 2003, loads of stuff about the music, yeah. 2004 to 2011, stuff about her acting, 2012 to present, i.e. the entirety yeah. of the last eight years, it just says, 
2013, Valance was a mentor and judge of fashion competition Shopaholic Showdown. In 2015, she starred in the action film Red Herring as Angela. And that's it. She was in Shopaholic Showdown in 2013, one small role in 2015. And then there's and, a link uh, that says, if you wish to hire Holly Valance for your birthday <laughs> yeah, party, yeah. click here. Yeah. Holly Valance is now on Cameo. Cameo, fucking hell. Everyone's on fucking Cameo. We, we should be on Cameo, boys. But anyway. We should be on Cameo. Um, we do this every week. We don't need to be on Cameo. Someone could leave a comment in the YouTube video saying, can you say this? And we'd probably say it. Yeah, we well, most definitely would. All right, fellas, I think that's it for today. Uh, I had a good time. Thank you for joining me. Uh, don't forget to check out our Patreon. And uh, we, all that's left is a, a code word, and I think I've got I think I've got a decent one. All right, all right. What What if the code word was "This is my confession," and then they can start off the comment with like "This is my confession," and then just say Ooh, something. I like oh, it. Yeah, sure. That sounds good. You know, because you know, I like I and then they have to put a confession. Well, they don't have to. It'd be like "This is my confession. I really want Melina to nibble on my cheeks." Yeah, it doesn't have to be like a real confession. I killed my twin brother when I was five. Did I just, just put a metal confession? I, I ate my twin brother in the womb. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. All right. And with that, thank you so much for watching. Hopefully a little bit. Uh, I mean, this is what happens when we're, we're low on news, boys. <laughs> hey, next week will be better because hopefully we'll have a uh, Night City Wire to kind of discuss. Uh, anything, yeah, anything. In, anything please god but until then thank you so much for watching if you're watching on youtube don't forget to leave a a comment hit hit the like button and drop us a subscribe and if uh, you're listening on a podcast platform of your choice good (laughs) see ya bye bye